Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Rooster Teeth Podcast. Hey. This week brought to you by Harry's, SeatGeek, Squarespace, and a special segment powered by Pizza Hut. Which powered. We'll, we'll get to a little later. I'm powered by Pizza Hut right now. I'm always this powered by Pizza Hut. This episode of the podcast features Gus. Gavin. Barbara. Birdie. And Gus. And hey. I want to remind everyone who's watching this episode on YouTube that we stream uh, our podcast live every Monday night at roosterteeth.com. If you want to check in the info in the description below. You can see more information about it and getting a 30-day free trial so that you can watch us screw it all up live and then we just cut out all the bad stuff. and Or make fun of your tweets. Speaking of which, I'm going into Twitter right now. Don't do if it. If you want to, tweet us at hashtag RT Podcast. Hashtag you RT block Podcast. Anyone? Also, if you're an audio listener, we do this. Uh, there's a video version of this podcast. Yeah, you can get it on uh, on YouTube or YouTube. on so Roosty.com. Roo- Roo- or you can do that sponsor thing. We do if you watch only the video thing, you can subscribe to it on iTunes. <laughs> Look up Rooster <laughs> Teeth Podcast. If you get it on iTunes, you can also get it on all Google right, Play. All right. Also, the Rooster Teeth Podcast. Don't you think people Tune listening in, iHeartRadio know that it's video at this point? Considering the amount of visual references we do. Maybe they're like, God, those guys are just terrible at describing (laughs) stuff. Do you know what's what's weird about the Rooster Teeth podcast is that I feel like... We keep making it? Yeah, that, first of all. But if people have been viewing Rooster Teeth for a really long period of time, that the longer someone's been there, the more likely that they listen to the podcast. But it's the podcast I've never met anybody. It's like, how'd you hear about Rooster Teeth? They're like, oh, I just heard your podcast one day. I've never heard that before. I've heard like almost everything... Was a vector for starting to watch Rushi's content, like Reverse Blue or an Achievement Hunter or Rage Quit video is a big one. I feel like you have to really like the people to listen to the yeah, podcast. I feel like we used to have it for a while, and then uh, once Animated Adventure started getting produced regularly, That's that became the intro vector. That into is, the you're right. So people, it cannibalized I have heard that that mm-hmm. people like a ton of people saw an RTAA and then binge watched like a hundred of them. Right, because it's like the the fu- the one funny minute. Out of the ninety-minute podcast, that's it. Animated binge uh, made us makes us. Look Someone good. once told me that they started listening to the podcast backwards, like they started from the most recent and then went backwards. From I thought, that. <laughs> okay. oh, you mean no, not from start order. to. It's like a start. weird way to do it. Why? What's what's so cool about doing that? I don't know. Oh. They're just like, oh, I'm on podcast one forty. Next is one thirty nine, and I'm like, why are you going backwards? Like, uh, just- I guess. So someone on Twitter just said they they still don't understand that TV on your wall. What? T- oh, they're talking about my yours. Okay. Oh, oh, never mind. Let's not even get. You're the one that. who brought it up. No, I thought there was a TV on the set that they were talking. about. Can I bring something up? Yeah. You two sons of bitches, both of you. Me. What did I? Gus, do? Gus knows what I'm talking about. I didn't do anything. Why are you smirking? Oh, I know what he's talking about. <laughs> so uh, last week we had delicious steak. Great steak on the podcast. Um, what we didn't mention, because we haven't done a podcast since, is that I spent the entire night with Vom and Bumwee. <laughs> what happened? Explain to me what happened. You, one of you pricks gave me food poisoning. Who else got sick? Nope. No, no, one. Right. So what? no one got sick. I will say this. He did eat a lot more of your steak. because I had de- a lot of your steak. He declared you the winner, and I noticed... Because say, of, I'm insecure about that, that I watched every time Gavin, over the course of the podcast, went to get a bite. He would who, get some, a bite out of yours and not mine. I was getting to, affected told by told me that. they <laughs> ate all of my leftover steak. Who was it? The intern. Intern. The intern. Brian. Oh, I know. Oh, is that the kid we're having the funeral for next week? <laughs> <laughs> Brian did not get sick. So, uh, uh, it was violent. We, you know we also shared the knife, though. So any contamination from your steak... That's super delicate. Here's, here's what I like about that's it. How, he clearly it ate more of your steak. Clearly the poisoning came from your steak. Clearly that is not true. Barbara ate way more of my steak. 
And she's fine. Everyone ate every steak. Nobody got sick. How am I being persecuted? But how did I get sick? Maybe it was like, the piece. I was sick for one night. Maybe it was the piece that we shared. Maybe like my germs well, plus the steak like is no oh, good Maybe it's for your you. dirty let's, mouth. Oh, let's can, also can, can gonorrhea give you diarrhea? <laughs> they both got rhea. Absolutely, it can. What is the yeah? What does that mean? What is the rhea? It's like discharge. What's the gano? Gano, go to the toilet <laughs> <laughs> right now. The, that's, uh, that's the wrong one. <laughs> yeah. But I will say this about Gavin and eating the steak. I don't know that I can. Bl- we can blame the steak. You get food poisoning way more than anyone I've ever met in my that life. That is bollocks. A, that's bollocks. And B, I've had food poisoning like four times ever. That is bollocks. That's that is bollocks. Three more times than I have. Didn't you poop your pants on a date with Meg? Yes. Was so, food look. That was one of the times. Then there was the Salt Lake time. These are all like in the last couple of years. What else did you eat that day? A bowl of cereal? What did you eat on the Meg I had cereal. poop your pants day? Vagina. What? I think I had bad. I think uh, <laughs> snuck that one in. I think Barbara's like done. It. Barbara's done for the podcast. Out. Just get the mic and just drop it. I think I went and had like shrimps or something with Alan. Shrimps. Yeah. And I got food poisoning. You know what it that. could be? It could be because you're coming from your UK diet of whatever you guys eat over there. Grass. Maybe there, and maybe there wasn't enough mad cow in our beef. <laughs> What? There you wasn't enough grass mad- and pigeons? What do they eat in England? <laughs> there wasn't enough mad cow in our beef for him, so uh, his body rejected it. Good one, guys. But it could be you're not used Classic, to high-fat uh, content. Because if you go to Salt Lake, <laughs> super high-fat content, that steak that he made was... That was a fatty steak. That was like a wall of marbled beef. I feel like sometimes... Okay, I just remember another time I got food poisoning. But I had like the a gammy muscle. On. I was like eating mussels and a bunch of other like seafood. And I had one. I was like, I'm going to shit later. And I did. Just bum with But even the fact that you know that, you, you have a lower tolerance for food poisoning. I've never gotten food poisoning, as far as I know. <laughs> what are you on about? We should do so a podcast never, where we purposely had You said you, thought, you think you had it one time. I said I think I might have had it one time. So you've never eaten and then thrown it up, Leia? No, not, not because of the food, no. You're like Bruce Willis in Unbreakable, but when it comes to eating food. But that sounds about right for me. That's exactly Samuel Jackson's going to come and make you like a fucking salmonella uh, dish. He's like Mr. Glass. It's you like also anything. get food poisoning a lot, You had salt lake poisoning. You yep. and Esther, I think, get food poisoning more than anybody I know. I get food poisoning because a lot. Because he's we, cooking we, steaks all the damn no, time. No, Good no, point. I get, I get food point. poisoning, but not at home. That's why I'm so meticulous about cleaning everything. You can ask everyone. I spent like two hours washing all of my uh, utensils that day. I don't think I would have got it from cereal. What did you have Milk? the night before, though? Because sometimes it could be a little delayed. Did you have anything in England or on the plane? Should you eat remember. shrimp on the plane? No. <laughs> That's like the worst idea. Why do they serve seafood on planes? I don't know. I don't like seafood. Did nobody watch airplanes? I wouldn't eat it. I would on a plane, it's the, the opposite of the sea. You're, you're right. That is as far away from the sea <laughs> yeah. as you can get. Also, it just seems like a bad idea to cook seafood on a plane. Just the smell. You're in such a closed environment. I don't know if they're cooking it on the plane. They heat it, it up. up. They heat it. You're getting some waft. Yeah, you get washed. Sure. Waft. When they make the cookies, you smell the cookies, right? That's yeah, good. I don't get cookies. You get cookies on planes? You can smell them. They make them in first class. You can smell them all uh, over the plane. First class people are kind of poncy with those cookies. That they're like, no, 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 I'm good. I'm always like, yeah, I'll have the cookie. Give me cookie. Have you ever seen when they try to sneak cookies or ice cream back into the economy? It's like the flight attendant. Like if they have an extra cookie or an extra sundae, and the flight attendant in the back wants it, like the flight attendant first class will get it, put it on a tray, and then cover it with a napkin, <laughs> yeah. and then walk through economy so nobody sees it, and they like hide out in the galley in the back of the plane. On the flight I just took from England back to Austin, we there was an error with the plane. The plane messed up, so we had to get off and get back on. And as we got off, Dan took note, mental note of all of the seats in business class that weren't taken. 
So when we got back on, he was like, I know that there's no one in that seat. So he just sat in that seat. They have a manifest. But yeah, they have, they have a manifest. They check it. And he got his ass kicked out of first class. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did he really? He just sat in a first class yeah, seat? Yeah, I was like. I bet, I bet you should. I think you should do it. You might get away with it. How did you not film that? Did you film it? Yeah, I filmed him getting kicked out. Oh, that's the best <laughs> thing ever. How did they ever. do it? Were they so polite about it? Or were they, they were like, like oh, I did, the, the, the woman was like, I, I didn't have anyone in the seat on my iPad here. And uh, he was like, oh, yeah, I just got it. Like, I upgraded at the, the counter. <laughs> oh, no, you tried then, to lie? Yeah. And then she was like, oh, okay, I'll be right back. Let me check. And he just bolted out of first class. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was he, good. Did he not think they don't have, like, a system to check that? He did not. Yeah. It's also I, the fact that Dan looks like Dan. <laughs> and apparently, <laughs> like, is he wearing his salmon shorts? Time. Well, the, the thing is, is that because a lot of those seats, you ha- you face someone. There's like a divider. Yeah. But you start off, and you got someone facing the other way. So he sat down, and the guy was like, "Where'd you come from?" He's like, "Oh, don't worry." About- don't worry about it. Yeah, Shut up. Yeah. That's where I came from. Mouth <laughs> That's where he should have been like, Daddy. But yeah, like everyone in economy who could like hear the conversation, they were like cheering him on. Like, oh, it was worth a try. You almost made it. <laughs> I love and it. And everyone in first class was like, get out of it, you scum. Well, they paid a lot of money for <laughs> yeah, that. One time I had a thing where uh, I was coming back from one of our trips to Australia. And I remember I specifically spent $78 to upgrade to the exit row, which on an international flight, one of those big planes, it's like got like five or six rows of leg yeah. room there. The only problem is that's where people come and stand yep. and they step on your feet. But it's still nice because you can like put your legs all the way out. So I paid $78 for that seat and it was two seats in that little section in that aisle and nobody was in that other seat. So I was like, I'm going to have an empty seat next to me and I'm going to have all that leg room. <coughs> then like... A minute before the plane takes off, the biggest fucking dude on the plane, he was like 6'6 and weighed about 300 pounds, was Damn. like, can I move to that other seat? And the steward's like, I don't care. And I was like, I, fucking supposed paid, to- I paid 78 bucks for this seat, and yeah, now this guy's like cramming me into the fucking wall uh. for 13 hours of a flight. And it's just like, great. Next time I'll just steal a fucking seat, just like everybody else. Let's do that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's... It, it's still an empty seat. I don't care. And it, it shouldn't bother me. But no. it's like, I felt like I got ripped off now because this guy got his fucking free that seat. That would bother basically. me. And she uh, got a refund. Yeah. From Qantas. How dare you? Qantas. Oh, you actually so, got it refunded? No, you should. Oh. Uh, What's so Qantas stand for? Do you know? Qantas? Mm-hmm. Uh, Queens, uh, it's the different territories. Nope. I don't think so. Queensland? I know that you read it out like a, f- a few months ago. We did it on here? Yeah. Okay, never mind. We won't do that again then. Someone go back and listen to the podcast and find we out. We did? I th- am I right then? Queensland. Yeah, Queensland and Northern and Territory Aerial Service. Okay. Not so not all of the territories, but some of them. That's you. You were and not. You were silent. Hey, two you do acknowledge that you were. Also, it's not Qantas. There's no you. Cantus. It's Cantus. You say Cantus? No, I mean it's Qantas. It's just not spelled that way. When, how do you pronounce a Q without the U sound ever? <laughs> well, you don't. Quilt. <laughs> Quiet. Quilt. <laughs> what do you mean? I'll have U's. I'm trying to think. Of, I'm trying to think of a word <laughs> that has a Q and no U. I love like, my kilt. Why'd you pick quilt then? I'm just. I'm just. Oh, the you're words. Like, what are words that begin with Q? Hey, just it's just words with friends. Give me a word that begins with Q I that doesn't have the U sound. I can only think of like Chinese words, right? Like names that have like QI. That's not a real language, I'm though. Ju- I don't think is there a word just that's Q that well, not in English because that would be U? an incorrect word, wouldn't it? K. You might as well have a C or a K. We've already got enough of them. Or an A or an I. An A kicks the video game. Yeah, but that's not a real word. Really, there's no. Is there any word that has a Q and doesn't have a U after it? Let us know. It's probably like the name of an animal or something, like a... 
Kikwook. That's something like that. <laughs> oh, the Kikwook. What does the Kikwook look like again? That's the noise it makes. Oh. <laughs> hey, uh, I want to talk a little bit about uh, one of uh, well, about this thing here. Uh, I want to thank Pizza Hut for um, you know helping sponsor this podcast, and as part of it, we've developed a segment uh, that we want to call the feed. Boogies. Oh, you nailed it. You're supposed it. to go to the wide. Nailed it. <laughs> they got me looking at it. So in, uh, in my head, there's someone under that table. Like steering it with their legs. I hope so. That was a good move. So as part of the feed, uh, we're going to... Autonomous table driving. We're going to be giving uh, some stuff away. We're going to be giving away uh, swag. You see our model back here with uh, some of our Pizza Hut swag here. And uh, maybe not that pair of sunglasses. They're taped on. (laughs) We'll be giving away swag and a $25 gift card to uh, whoever can successfully answer our Retro Bytes trivia question. And uh, we're also going to give away two runner-up prizes, a $25 gift card each, to two other people who aren't quite as lucky as the guy who gets – or the girl who gets all the swag. So uh, Explain the, the retro connection. I will in just a second. Okay. So when I ask the trivia question, if you want to answer use, on Twitter, use hashtag RTPodcast and hashtag the feed. And we'll pick a winner uh, before the end of the podcast. The feed. Can I eat I get it. Yeah, you see? That's good. Can yeah, yeah if you want to uh, knock yourself out, you can eat some of the, the wings the and the pizza. You want some cookie? Uh, so. Pizza Hut is sponsoring the uh, RetroBytes Arcade at our PAX East booth. We're going to have a huge booth. And uh, if you're going to PAX East, we're going to have a bunch of retro arcade games set up. And uh, it's kind of the, the, the thought behind uh, the retro aspect. So the trivia question is, if you want to answer, uh, <laughs> how many dots <laughs> are on the first maze in Miss Pac-Man, not counting the power pellets? So just answer us uh, using, on Twitter using hashtag RT Podcast and hashtag the feed, and we'll pick a winner. If anybody knows that off the top of their head, I will be amazed. We're picking a winner to send uh, all the swag, $25. We're also going to send two runner-ups, $25 gift cards each. Uh, So we're super happy to have Pizza Hut joining us and help us create this portion of the podcast called The Feed. Oh, my gosh. looks so good. Pizza Hut's going to be joining us with their RetroBytes Arcade this coming weekend at PAX East. uh, And to help let everybody know, we created The Feed. We're going to be giving out some Pizza Hut swag as well as Pizza Hut gift cards to our listeners and viewers who can answer a trivia question uh, about one of the games, which was Miss Pac-Man. and again, the question is, how many dots are in the first maze in Miss Pac-Man, not counting the power pellets? Uh, Pizza Hut has its first ever $5 flavor menu. Now, you don't have to choose between all your flavorful favorites. All your Pizza Hut favorites are just $5 each when you buy two or more items. That includes medium one-topping pizza, boneless wing, st- <laughs> boneless wing Street wings, Hershey's Ultimate Chocolate Cookie. We have one of those, right? Yeah, there it is right there. Uh, pasta, breadsticks, or flavor sticks, and Pepsi. And new to the $5 menu is stuffed garlic knots. Is that them over there? I think we got some over there. Uh, the perfect site to any pizza order now includes 10 large garlic knots stuffed with melted cheese and finished with a garlic buttery blend, grated Parmesan, Italian herbs, and is served with a dipping cup of marinara. So easy to say yes and please the whole group with the $5 flavor menu. Uh, huge thanks to Pizza Hut for powering the feed. Uh, I also want to mention that Pizza Hut has graciously agreed to send pizza to some watch parties around the country who are watching the RT Podcast live tonight. So if you are having a watch party and someone knocks on your door, answer it because we may have sent you pizza along with Pizza Hut. So thanks. I thought that was it was a really cool uh, benefit. How did we get their address? Uh, I think we did some clever social ah, social manipulation to, to some pizza spying to get their stuff. So bye, mannequin. And uh, we'll revisit it later. I'll pick uh, some winners before the end of the podcast. <laughs> so well synchronized. And uh, just tweet us, hashtag RT Podcast. Hey, and the crew member who's the moving feed. the table, I just wanted to let you know, I see you. I'm Mar- I remember you. <laughs> Took away our pizza. We got the cookie, though. We kept the cookie. If you win that $25 gift card, get all like use it all on cookies. That's what I would say. It's you get five good. things off the $5 menu. That's real good. Chance help there? Is there an opener? Oh, here. You want this one? Oh, thanks. I think there's an opener stuck in our broken table. Boop. Oh, that was good. All right, so going back to the airline discussion, 
Um, and this will be Bernie's two minutes to talk about The Amazing Race. Although, Ashley wants to do uh, an Amazing Race mini podcast, like where we talk about it. Because now we should do that. I, I, I like hearing you talk about it. Top six teams, man. Mm-hmm. Right there. We're getting towards the end. I was actually on a, the, there was a team last year on The Amazing Race on season 27. Isn't that crazy, Gus? Season 27. Yeah, it's a lot of seasons. The green team, Justin and Diana. That was, they a, were, good, that was a good season. They were unbelievably dominant in that season. He, was, uh, he was like the Amazing Race super fan. He proposed he, he to like, her using, like, he put together his own amazing race. Mm-hmm. He understood. Like, found out about it, they put him on the show. It's weird to say, but he was a student of the game. Like, he understood, like, he had a lot of strategy that I think worked out really well. Well, the only reason them. you knew that is because he fucking said it every 10 seconds. He did. He did say it a lot. Which drove, drove some people nuts. And I there was lots it. of really cool stuff that happened in that season. But they were an exceptionally dominant team. Uh, I want to think they got, like... Seven first place finishes. It was seven. Yeah, I think they tied the record. Right? They were gonna for, they for were most in a row. Gonna tie the record, I mm-hmm. think. If um, on the last leg they were going in for that. So, but um, I was on their uh, podcast. They do every Sunday night. They do a podcast. And I was on it last night. It's uh, Classic it. One Media. youtubecom slash Classic One Media. Very if you want to go, go watch that. But one of the things we were just talking about seats. They didn't show it last night. We raced to Dubai and. The thing that our team was known for isn't like a really fun thing to watch on TV, which is I would do a ton of research. That We had this system where early in the race where the models would talk us into an airport lounge or even in some cases they would talk me into like a store in an airport like in Columbia and convince the person at the counter, the checkout counter, to let me use their computer. And then I would sit there behind the counter and I would look up like, okay, we're going to Columbia, Cartagena. Here's some landmarks. We know there's we and we knew we were going to Totemo, the mud volcano. So I looked it all up and got some information. There's actually a behind the scenes on YouTube, which shows where I left a note at the mud volcano for the models. We oh, worked yeah. out the system because mm-hmm. they were on a later I flight. I assume you shared all the information with the models. Yeah, well, I would just like they would get me in somewhere, and then I would just feed them information. Like they would, they'd have like a small little book by the time we left <laughs> of like printouts and stuff like that. And uh, in Dubai, I had made a map. The models are gone. Spoiler by this point, they got, they, they didn't make it past Geneva. Um, but I had a map that I had drawn of Dubai, which was basically just a referential map, which was different landmarks. Like, here's the Burj Khalifa, here's the Palm Jumeirah, here's Atlantis, like all the major landmarks. So if I knew I was at this landmark, I knew which direction I had to go to the next one, which mm-hmm. really helped us because we were driving ourselves in this one. And it's about, that's the kind of thing that's like, they don't really, that's like boring travel direction stuff, right. but it really made the difference for us. And that like, the other thing that I used to do all the time was we would jockey for position when we were on the same plane. Where just being in row nine versus being in row ten meant you could run to the airport faster than everybody else. Because you know, if you're three rows back, that can be like five minutes. Right. Well, mm-hmm. no offense, assholes are like getting their stuff out, you know, <laughs> of the overhead bins and everything. Everybody just goes so, so slow. slow. Everybody goes so slow. And so uh, there was one time when I I uh, I talked my way up to better seats, and there were other rows around us, and like everybody else like talked their way up too, and it was like. You tell they were so aggravated with me because I like leapfrogged a bunch of people in rows and stuff like that. So it was just like a part of the race that, you know, you're on a plane or you're running through customs, so you don't get to see that stuff. I used to do that once on a plane when I was about to overstay my visa by accident. I just had to because I had to make my connection out of the country that night. So I just I was that guy who just barged to the front like the seatbelt side hadn't even come off. I was like, I'd rather be a prick now than miss my flight. You should have just have been like, I'm way. about to shit my pants. Please <laughs> let me off this flight. Yeah. Had some so gammy just... steak. I feel like that's like, that's a situation that nobody wants to be a part of. Like if someone's like, I'm going to shit my pants, I'm like, please get off the plane. <laughs> yeah, hurry. Gosh, we'll be happy no, please get up wind. Somebody sent us a, a word, guys, that has a Q, but Query? it doesn't have a U after it. It has a uh, W after it. 
You know what the word is? Quirty. Quirty. Yeah. It's quark. Oh. It's like I spelled it wrong. Yeah. He's really happy about his discovery, but quark is spelled with a U as well. Wasn't quark with a W the character on Star Trek? Or the Ferengi on uh, Deep Space Nine? I never watched Deep Space Nine. I just I didn't like it. I tried to get into Voyager. Were they too deep into space? They were too deep. They were nine into space. If they were like Deep Space Eight, I would have been able to handle it. But nine was just one step too far for me. He's also the guy that plays Superman. He was was Quark, spelled normal. Q-U-A-R-K. Go figure, spelled regular. Um, So, yeah, I I, I think all of that stuff, anytime you talk about uh, the Amazing Race, I'm always really interested. Do you have a a Dubai (laughs) sticker on there now? I do. I have United Arab what, what, Emirates. What are, what, are all of, what are all of the Emirates? Emirates. All I can think of is Dubai and Qatar. United. What about Quark? one of them? Uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe that's the only two I know too. I will say there was an interesting thing about that is that it's a one of them has a funny name. Like it, it sounds like it's not one, but it is one. <laughs> I touched this. I couldn't figure out what it was. Is wet. Oh, Qatar is not even part of the UAE. I was wrong about that. Abu Dhabi, Dubai. God, I don't know. Abu Dhabi. Say, well, say those. Abu Dhabi Sharjah, was south Ajman, of us. Fujaira. <laughs> you okay, Barbara? What are you yeah. giggling about? I just think of really stupid jokes in my head. Say it. I laugh. <laughs> say it. You spent that much time I doing said, it. I was going to say that was my favorite character in Aladdin. Abu what? Dhabi? For <laughs> racist. God, Barbara. Yeah, but, Barbara, there was a quote. <laughs> we, we never knew the... the <laughs> it was Anything a, else? Did you see the Fox News reported that the U.S. attacked Agrabah or something? What was that? Oh, yeah, yeah, it was a. It was like I, mean, I think it was a like a, a poll question. A poll amongst like um, liberals, not liberals. No, it was it was just a poll that was asked to everybody. Polls. The way it was reported, it was spun in a very particular way. Oh, was it? Yeah, but oh. it was it was a, it was just. Uh, did I did I forward that political message? A did question I, asked to everybody was to, uh, to everybody. I don't they, remember being did, asked. Did they support? Could uh, have been a booze last night. The United States attacking. Dobby? We never know. Stop sending me words with Q in it. God damn it. Oh, what, we Somebody got sent me Trank. It's short for tranquilizer. And I'm like, that's not the fucking word with you. It also doesn't start. Making sh- they're making shit up now. Just any word with a Q that, has a U, that doesn't have a U after it. That's all. Did you see? And Cordy's not a word either, for fuck's sake. Qatar. Did you see that video? Uh, Qbert. Great. The there woman, you go. <laughs> one. The woman at the Toronto Zoo who jumped the fence to... She jumped the fence to the tiger enclosure to get her hat that fell off her head. How'd that work out for her? So apparently there's two fences. There's the big fence, and then in case you jump the big fence, there's another fence. So she jumped the big fence to get her hat, and the tiger just g- runs straight at the little fence and is just staring at her. <gasps> oh, you found it right away. Holy shit. And then she jumps back up, but they can't get to her because the little fence is there. Uh, tiger, I mean, you get over that little fence. So she That's get, a little fence. She gets out, and... Uh, in, a, in a minute or so, you see like one of the other guys there. I've never seen a Canadian do this. Just starts yelling at her, calling yeah. her a moron for jumping over the fence. It's like you just dropped your hat by a tiger. Leave it. Yeah, that's gone. You don't need that hat. There was that's no a hat former that hat. That. Right. I mean, I like this toque, but it's a good toque. I would not jump over a fence for this. Toque. I think when we first started the podcast, it was a story about a guy whose hat blew off on a roller coaster, so he jumped over a fence to oh. go back under the roller coaster to get it, and the roller coaster came by and knocked his head off. Yep. Which is like, well, problem solved, right? I mean, he doesn't need a hat anymore. <laughs> so I just can't believe that somebody would put their life in danger for a hat. It's not the second time we've heard of it. So were probably, the people on that roller coaster, like, did, did a head fly into their lap all of a sudden? It was Fabio. <laughs> <laughs> the head would have just been turned into dust. Yeah, uh, I don't know about that. Hit by a roller coaster? <laughs> been Yikes. paced. Not I think fun. it was like a hanging roller coaster. So I think it's like somebody... Somebody's leg. Kicked like somebody up? came by, like, kicked his head off. A person kicked his head off. Soccer player. <laughs> you ever see that footage of the kid by the train tracks taking a selfie? 
And oh, the train's yeah. going by, and the engineer comes out of the cab and kicks him in the face. <laughs> you <laughs> seen it? The engineer's got his leg out to like intentionally hit the guy's head and push him out of the way because he's so close to the train. Did he oh, get, so it's like, like a safety kick. Yeah, it's, it's, also it's, like it's a safety kick. kick. Dude, you, you, there's stuff that sticks off. I think they, they say the clearance on a train track is something like eight feet on either side. That's what they give clearance for. And uh, That's the guy. Oh. Oh. He yeah, doesn't slow-mo cool. here. Oh, is it kicked in the head? Oh, fuck. You might have to no, go no, to you explain. missed the slow-mo replay. I don't think it was on that one. Oh, it wasn't? Uh, it's great, though, because it's one of those shots where like the foot's here. <laughs> it's, it's just like that. It's like the fluidity of the human face is amazing. It's like Dan that's like your first ball. ever slow-mo when, guys video. Yeah. When... Um, I'm sure you've seen The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. There's that scene in it where uh, Tuco jumps off the train. You know, and he's got the guy like handcuffed to him. Yeah, okay. uh, They jump off the train. Uh, They they, they say that in that scene when they filmed it, that the actor almost got his head taken off by a step that came off of the train. Yeah. I guess it wasn't there in rehearsal and that just when they went to actually shoot it, there was like a little step that comes off. And if you watch the footage, it barely misses his head as he lifts it up. And uh, just goes right by. The one that always just makes me like ugh, cringe was uh, when uh, Buster Keaton did the one where he's on the front of the train mm-hmm. and there's a railroad tie laying across the track. So he grabs another railroad tie that's on the train and throws it, hits the end of it and knocks it up and off the tracks before the train goes by. But when he does it, that railroad tie, which is like a piece of wood like that big around, it comes by and clips his face and breaks his jaw. Oh. Like he broke his jaw in the shot. I don't realize oh, he, he broke his jaw. Him. I believe. I believe so. I'll I've look s- it up. I've seen that clip. I yeah. mean, some of the stuff that he did was absolutely ridiculous. Uh, that was that, the, um, the frame of the when the house frame falls on him, and he just has to be standing in the right place with the open oh, window yeah. so that it doesn't crush him. Johnny Knoxville messed that up in Jackass too. I think. Oh really? He got crushed by the fascia. Oh. The, uh, there's a story about the uh, the stuntman on Octopussy, the James Bond movie, where he was Bond's double and he was hanging off the side of a train. And they rehearsed it a lot. But then for the actual take, the train went slightly further than, than it ever had. And there was this like concrete pillar or something that was just like by the train. And he's hanging onto the side of the train and it hits him. It like shatters both of his oh. legs and his pelvis. But because he's hanging off the side of a high-speed train, he just has to like keep holding on. Oh. And all of his lower half is just like knackered. They show the footage of it. He's very far away. It's like from a helicopter or something. But you just see it go like... And he's just swinging. Like, oh. I hate the word shattered when it has to do with the human yeah. body. And uh, he was like hospitalized for a long time. But oh. it's a cool stunt in the movie. <laughs> they didn't show that bit in the movie. But, Train, yeah, but trains are crazy because it's like they have so much mass. Yeah. Like there's so much power behind it, you know, even at a, at a low speed. What's crazy is like, I guess it's earphones now. Everyone's walking around with an iPhone or a music player in their pocket. You just see all these things like people like walking across where a train is, like with no idea that the train is nearby. It's like I've I've been near trains; they rumble. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like yeah. also like, Some, how loud does your music have to be that you don't hear that? Right. Someone got hit by a train by the old Buda office like two months ago. What? Are you serious? Yeah, that you know, uh, just south of the office, there was that railroad crossing on Main Street, not the one on the north side, but the one on the south side. Uh, I think it was two high school students were walking along the train track at night. And uh, they didn't hear it. Probably, you know, I don't. I don't know what the exact circumstances were. But uh, one of them got hit and killed by. Uh, by the it happens there. so often, and I'm blown away. Like, if you're walking on a train track, you should be able to feel the the fact that there's a train hauling ass towards you. Yeah, may have been a different stunt in which Buster Keaton broke his jaw. When you look at Buster, Buster Keaton broken jaw, you get a lot of hits. Basically, come yeah. back. There was Literally. one where he. There was one where he. Uh, yeah, he uh, broke his neck. Oh, there was a pun that you would have liked when we were headed to the Amazing Race. One of the promo images they put out was me with a camel and somebody wrote to me 
Is that a rented camel or do buy it? Oh, <laughs> that's pretty good. I thought Barbara would love that. That's she a good one. super. She's she been super happy that, that fucking bike race that you all uh, had to try this that past was, week. That, was that awesome. looked brutal. That was awesome. That was awesome. Something something that didn't quite make. The I could cut. tell Ashley was not in the right gear. You could tell why could, she was pedaling a thousand feet miles were going an like hour. This yeah. and she wasn't going fast. So right before we, I had this thing where we showed up. We had to race these camels. And all it said in the clue was, go race two racing camels. And so when I thought about that, I thought, a race to me in my head is just by default, 100 meters. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how far a race is. And I thought, okay, maybe we get a head start and get up to full speed. And I knew the camels were going to be fast. Then we get out to this track. It is a two-kilometer race. Like, we are sprinting on road bikes for two, two kilometers. kilometers. And the camels are so friggin' fast. They run like morons. They're like all derpy yeah. running like this, but they run so fast. And there's this they truck like full morons. of Arab dudes on the other side of the track in a pickup going along with them screaming at the top of their lungs. So the, the camels are not going to slow down. But we should have, we were the first people at the track. Uh, Zach and Rachel made a wrong turn. Or more, they more missed accurately, the missed a turn. Yeah. And those exits out in the middle of nowhere in Dubai are really far apart. So I knew they were going to have to go a long way to catch up to us. And uh, so Tyler and Corey and me and Ashley showed up. And I was like, to Ashley, I was like, hey, let's hang back. There's two camels already ready to go. I said, let's hang back, let's hang back. Let them brace the camels first. Because I wanted to A, scope it out. But I really thought, okay, they're showing off. when you. Sh- that's when they do most of the coverage of showing you what the event is. I'm like... Those are going to be the fastest camels of the day, yeah. or the two that they've set out there. They want to show us how fast these camels are. So I was like, let them go. But then they were like, no, no, you guys all race together. And I was like, oh, fuck. So then we get on the bikes, and they were road bikes that had those curved handlebars that yeah. go down. But I would, what I would normally call 10-speed yeah. you know, handlebars. And uh, instead of the gear shifts being on top like this, they were down like where the brakes are. They were on the inside of that. Mm. Where you'd push them left and right, like shifters on a like a high end like sports cars, shifters. yeah, like paddle shifters. And so I showed them to Ashley. I showed her the paddle shifters, and Corey's sitting there watching us do it. And I don't know what happened. There was this thing like where there was like a spare ten seconds, and Ashley, I guess, turned to Corey and goes, "Where are the shifters again?" He goes, "These bikes don't have them." And that was it. And so oh, then he cheeky. had the shifters, and she did not, and she pedaled like fifteen hundred meters in first gear. Oh, oh my god. god. Pedaling at like full speed. I could tell. I was like, is she not does she not know she could shift gears or anything? Because her feet were going like crazy and she was moving That's like a good a- workout there. The other thing yeah. we knew we knew that there was a head start for this if you didn't defeat the camels the first time. Uh yeah, you can see the shifters there down below. Like those are the shifters pointing down. So they were in a weird place nice for shifters. Helmet. That's cool. Yeah. You look super cool, Bernie. Thanks, man, with my little gnome. Yeah. There's a lot of people who were watching the amazing race for the first time, Gus. They thought they gave us the gnome as a Left for Dead joke or oh. a Half Life. Yeah, joke. I saw people talking about that because we were had to carry the gnome all the way oh, through. Instead Dubai. of like a Travelocity thing. Yeah, that's you do that. They've done that in the Amazing Race for years and yeah. years. They, they, there's one leg. That's why everyone who was in the race was so excited to see the gnome because it's like part of the tradition of the race. And we were like playing with our gnome and having fun. Um, so is that why it's in Half Life? I know. I just think it's Episode a coincidence. Two. I think here's why I think it's the mascot for Travelocity and why it was also in Half Life. One of the first things that ever went viral, and really viral before the internet uh, was around, was a guy who stole his neighbor's garden gnome, and he went around the world with it and kept sending the guy Polaroids of his gnome on vacation. And he'd say, Patrick, you remember that? He he doesn't. You remember that? Yeah. No, no, no. It but, wasn't, I don't think that was Travelocity. <laughs> that was something else. It yeah. was just like a prank a guy did, and it somehow it got reported in newspapers and like 
or maybe it was early internet, but I it went it went that. super viral. I remember and, that. Yeah. And so I think that's how the garden gnome became synonymous with like going on an adventure because huh. like there was this like retiree. He I think he was in the UK. Adventure. He was in the UK. Yeah, was, he took uh, he took the gnome for seven months. The more you know the world, and he would send the guy postcards or you know photos with stuff. What are you what are you going about over there? So uh, yeah, but the camel race. The hard part about it was uh, how dry it was out Bob, there. I got it because it like just sucked all the yep. moisture out of your lungs. I figured like when Ashley was coughing like that, I was like she must have just have like dust in her lungs. There is a behind the scenes video that's on the Amazing Race YouTube channel, which is five minutes of Ashley just hacking. Ugh. It's her in the back seat as we drive to the other detour. <laughs> and she's just like, she literally I, I couldn't see her because I was driving, but I hear this from the back seat. I'm like, baby okay? Yeah, fine. <laughs> I was like, oh no. What's that gonna look like at national television? I'm like, you're sure you're okay? She goes, I'm fine. <laughs> For like five minutes. She was like like Straight up dry heaving. I remember she posted a screenshot of herself, and it looked like she was crying. Oh yeah, it was the whole mess. Yeah, she was just like she was trying to catch her breath and not throw up, basically, because she was just. And even the guys that beat the camels, they had to lay on the ground for like ten minutes afterwards to recover. Brody and Kurt looked fucking destroyed. They beat them on the first time, or did they do the second? They beat them on the first. They're the only people that beat them in the two kilometer sprint. Damn, I wasn't there. For the second heat, but it was a significant head start. It, it might have been, might have been, uh, five hundred meters. So it was a three quarters mm-hmm. of the distance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I beat the first camel, and I was only like probably like thirty meters off from the second camel. But I was like, why am I racing so hard? Ashley's behind me, and I had actually given her the advice before we started. Hey, if we're not going to beat the camels, just kind of like lay back, don't don't go too hard, and then we'll be have fresh legs for the the head start leg. And uh, she just couldn't give anything less than hundred percent. So, and also I was way ahead. I just like, I got ahead of her and I didn't look back mm. and see, cause I was like just looking at the camel cause I was trying to pace him and see how hard it was going to be. And it was like, I was like probably five or 600 meters in front of her. And I was like, shit, I should have just, if I had just like laid back with her, I could have probably convinced her to slow the fuck down. Yeah. Sherry and Cole did that. When the camels beat them, they slowed way down. They were like, you know, we lost. And then they were, it, it appeared to be much easier to beat them in the second yeah. heat. Seems like the, the strategy to do. Yeah, I, I had and I had the same thought you did about the first ones being faster because it seemed like those were the fucking fastest ones. They were fucking fast. Yeah, yeah they wanted to impress everybody. All right, let me uh, read this thing here. I want to remind everyone: this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Harry's. Have you ever asked yourself why razors are one of the only products in the drugstore that are locked inside a plexiglass case? When you stop and think about it, it's because razors are so overpriced that people are actually more likely to steal them than just about any other product in the drugstore. Good razors cost too much, which is why. Two guys like you started Harry's.com. They sell high-quality blades that provide a close, comfortable shave for half the price you're used to. Harry's is the only shaving company that has both amazing quality and low prices. Their five-blade cartridges are German-engineered and quality is guaranteed. Their factory direct prices cut out the middleman and ship right to your door. Harry's starter set, called the Truman, is a great option for new customers and an amazing deal. For just $15, you get a razor handle, moisturizing shave cream, and three of Harry's five-blade German-engineered razors. Plus, there's a special offer for fans of this show. Harry's will give you $5 off your first purchase with promo code ROOSTER. Go to harrys.com slash roosterteeth right now. That's H-A-R-R-Y-S dot com slash roosterteeth. Make sure you use code ROOSTER at checkout to let them know we sent you. Thank you to Harry's for sponsoring the podcast and for helping me keep my cheeks nice and hair-free. I like my Harry's. They look nice. Harry's hair-free. Yep. Um, Did you see the... Animated GIF that somebody put up. Yeah, yeah. you can't. Don't yeah. don't just trying to get away in. with that. Second it sticks in. out like a sore thumb. We're not going to let it go. I said GIF for years until I was convinced. You, you know, un- be unconvinced. 
This is the one asshole thing, you know, when a guy gets a girlfriend and he's like, he just becomes a fucking dickhead and no. he's like, goes like along with whatever they do and all that stuff. You never had a guy friend who did that? No. Or you never had a girlfriend who like, she got a new boyfriend and her whole, her whole life became the boyfriend? Well, yeah, but they're stupid when they do that. No, I'm saying that's it. You're this right. Is my, this is my one thing with Ashley is that she convinced me to say Jif. Well, she, I think it's time to break up. <laughs> We're done. Look, <laughs> two over. wrongs don't make a right. What does that mean? You're, you're wrong. Good. She's wrong. No, she's so right. The fact that you're both no. wrong together. The thing that convinced me. The thing. Oh. That, uh, don't say it. Okay, we won't even. Don't go. say it. You're no, going to no, say no. that the fucking Brandon. guy who started it. Hold on. Go ahead. The guy who. Started, oh no! <laughs> no. So it was. The, it's the word scuba. You don't say scuba. You say scuba. Well, you also say Cuba. What's the point? Well, it's underwater is, the, is what the U stands for. You don't say right. un, uh, underwater. But isn't it underwater? Underwater. Isn't it graphical though? Graphic, yeah. So, G- so it's graphic. That's part of it. That's what I'm saying. It's so scuba gif. is yeah. under uh underwater. You don't say scuba. You right. say scuba. But that's not a rule necessarily. But that's the way the people who made it pronounced. What about it. laser? They pronounced it scuba. Like I'm sure when some people first looked at the word and said that's scuba, say no, it's scuba. You don't say. You scuba know. would be two B's. What other word that's G-I is pronounced Scuba jit. would be two O's. Scuba. You no, no, because Cuba doesn't have – this is not cuba. I, let's have the exact same argument for the word scuba that you do with jif and gif. Like I would say scuba. There's a word scooter. That's how you pronounce scoo is S-C-O-O. <laughs> so but what other scoo. word is G-I that's pronounced J? What? What, what is, is, well, that's the Gerald. argument. What I'm saying, Barbara, is that people say jif Gen- – Giraffe. Giraffe. Yeah. People say GIF is part of gift, and you say gift. You don't say, I'm going to give you a birthday, gift. But my argument is like, there's a word scooter. That's how scooter is pronounced. Scoo, and you pronounce. What's scoo got to do with it? The word scuba. It's how you fucking pronounce. All right, I'm done. Good call, guys. Not getting involved with this shit. So where, where I'm like, I'm like arguing two sides of the argument with these two fucking idiots Wait, on the couch the over here. Where does the GIF come from, though? That's how the guy pronounces it. That's Who's how the, the guy? The guy that made it. The guy that invented it, named it. He made what, moving he images? From? What country? He made the animated GIF. What nationality is he? Uh, I don't know. He's an idiot. I agree with you. It's Moron? Like, I pronounce it as GIF forever, <laughs> and I was like, every time people brought up that guy, I'm like, who gives a fuck about that guy? He doesn't know what he's talking about. See, you're so right. I'm going to pronounce it Gif from now on. Gif. I'm going to say Jif. I'm going to I'm going to pick one of the runners up right now for our earlier trivia question. Oh, pizza. So this person will get the twenty five dollar uh, pizza me? pizza hut gift card. Is it me or the pizza hut gift card? Um, <laughs> it's going to go to uh, James Mason at Prodigy, at Prodigy underscore James. James, congratulations! You win a twenty five dollar gift card. How far in the past does something have to happen to be a callback? That buffalo wing I had was really good. Uh, instant. It could be instant and be a callback. Fair play. Because, yeah, it's, it's time. Everything in the past is in the past. I did something this weekend that I regret because it was so lame. Wait, wait. Guess what did Gavin do? He, wait, wait, let's he, ask qual- – you get two qualifying questions you can ask. Gavin. What? Okay. Were you with Meg? That's my first one. Nope. Go ahead. Indoor or outdoor? Indoor. Hey, uh – Was it – Christ alive. Was it <laughs> – Time for pizza. Was it at your house? Yeah. Uh, inside at your house, not with Meg, or are you masturbating? No. Okay. He wouldn't tell that. Were story. you barefoot? Uh, no, I was wearing socks. I, I, Does I, it have to do with I, your cat? I have an idea. Nah. I have an idea. Go ahead. You'll never get it. Why are we doing this? You were painting. <laughs> what? No, I was painting <laughs> <laughs> were you, playing you had video- a weird look on your face. Did that do with the rain? Were you playing video games? It was raining all weekend. 
<sighs> so what I did, no, you're never going to get it. <laughs> so basically, well, we had fun. We, you had a lot of fun. Basically, I don't use emoji very much. So when I... <laughs> what? <laughs> what? This is already great. What, and when I do, I feel like a bit of a, an idiot. Like, because sometimes people reply to me with an emoji and I'm like, man, how did you know about that emoji? And I'm always like, just scrolling through. I don't know where anything is. Uh, yeah. And I just pick like the first one. It's probably not the best one to pick. So I sat down and I tried to learn emoji. What? You went through the whole like emoji I just keyboard? was scrolling through each page. I was trying to memorize like what there is in there and like where it is. Trying and... to learn emoji? Yeah, I was trying to be like good with emoji. Do you think Rosetta Stone's going to have like an emoji course <laughs> you can take? See, Barbara, earlier when I was talking about a guy starts getting dating a girl and turns into an asshole. This is this exactly. Gavin, Gavin never had You're not sending point. me emojis. He was always that. You're not sending them to Dan. Who are you sending emojis to? Just Meg. Mainly, yeah. Yeah. Then you but only need to the know. The first emoji I ever know, use with the Ashley in text. You only need to know four emojis if you have a girlfriend. Pile of poo. The the heart emoji. The tongue. The kissy face emoji, and then this emoji and this emoji. No, there's a tongue emoji <laughs> and then the water droplet. Can that emoji be the too. thumbnail? Just pull them apart. That's the thumbnail right there. Time for pizza. <laughs> the uh, oh, also, before we get too far away from this, Bernie, uh, <clears throat> Anna Hollum texted me. Yeah. And she said, the U in scuba is also a vowel. They follow different grammatical rules. Also, I love Ashley. Get shit on. No, she's wrong. <laughs> you she's got hullumed. Sh- no, you got hullumed. There's no instance of a U being pronounced as a U. What if it's after a Q? Glue? Q. It's a U, it's not a U. A quo. A quo. Quote. <laughs> can't even do it. You can't even, make, you can't even do it. Anyway, it's garbage. It's Jif. I listen. Jif is proper. I, I had a listen. This goes back to the other thing we were talking about, which is the changing of the spelling of the word "woe" over time. And people will constantly, when there's an article about how "woe" has changed spelling, they'll send it to me. And a guy wrote to me on Twitter the other day and said, "Hey, I was listening to the podcast, and I never knew there was a different way to spell woe. And he spelled it W O A H. And I went to write him back and go, "There's not a different way." That's the right way. It's just like it's not. It's not. There's two ways, and like some people do it one way, and some people do it the other. There is literally one correct way to spell the word "woe." What do you think he said when he had that revelation? Whoa, <laughs> woo! <laughs> I just. I, I think it's fascinating, and that, that one doesn't bug me. I'm actually fascinated by the fact that we're watching language change. But that on the fly. Ha- that's happened all throughout language. No, no. But this is this is an instance where it's happened so fast. Oh. And a lot of people who don't even know that there was a proper way to spell "woe." Three or four years ago. It's crazy to me. They, uh, they changed the name of a country this week, apparently. Oh, they changed the Czech Republic, too? Oh, is it like Czech Estonia? Okay. <laughs> no. what Does anyone it? know how it's pronounced? Because I read it, and we had a, we, we had a discussion at dinner last night how to, how, to, how to pronounce this word. What, how do you pronounce it? The way it was written, it looked oh. like... Chechia. It looked like Chechia. Chech- I say Chechia, too, but that sounds like Chechnya. It does sound like Chechnya. You think it's... it's United States sounds somebody like Somebody said... <laughs> <laughs> Chechia? Chechia. Somebody said that. Not Chechia, but Chechia. 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 <laughs> and then somebody else. <laughs> Chechia. Some, somebody Chechia else recommended flag. Chechia. Yeah. So does anyone know how to pronounce it? I'm going to say Chechia. 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 I'd say Chechia too. Chechia. Yeah. Also. Chechia. 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 Whoa. Why did they change your name? I don't know. Czech Republic was fine by me. Maybe they're not a republic. The Republic of Chechia. 
Did you Are they see- the Republic of Chechia? Because that would be a big pain in the ass. <laughs> That's just like switching shit around for no reason. No reason. So when do they? Is that official now? Like, do, does Google Maps say Chechia? Do you, That's was- when. It, is that when it's official? Well, I mean, that's the most up-to-date atlas, isn't it? Have, but Google Maps is not always entirely accurate. Did you know that depending on the country you're in, Google Maps will draw country borders differently if it's in a disputed area? No. Google's a pain. That's cool. Yeah, so like if you're... They're always knuckling when, under to people on that kind of stuff. When uh, Russia was invading the Crimea Peninsula, if you were in Russia and looked it up, it would show Crimea Peninsula was part of Russia. But if you were in the Ukraine, it showed it as part of the Ukraine. The Similarly, big one like that is always, it's a place that you guys just went to, Taiwan. Depending on who you ask, mm-hmm. Taiwan is part of and China. I remember in the early days of Xbox Live, there was a problem that a very small group of users had. There's, uh, I believe there's a disputed island that's disputed between South Korea and Japan. And the people who were living there were trying to enter their address as being Japanese, but Xbox Live only recognized that island as being South Korean. So they could not sign up for service uh, on Xbox Live. Hmm. So, but yeah, but the, the Google Maps is the same way. If you're in Japan, it shows it's part of Japan. If you're in South Korea, it shows it's part of South Korea. Tibet's like that too, right? What? Like yes, like only half the world recognizes Tibet as an independent nation. Is the U.S. one of them? Uh, I do not believe the U.S. recognizes really yeah, Tibet. Tibet, no. Sean Penn does. So I think in order to uh, maintain relationship with uh, with China, but not- we we still maintain a different set of relationships. It's 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 all complicated. It's- it reminds me of uh, one of my favorite videos that I ever saw on YouTube. I don't know if you ever saw. It. Where the guy goes into detail explaining what enclaves and exclaves are and countries within countries and countries that exist, like the way that borders work and Mm -hmm. how typically a border is a very straightforward idea. But then you encounter situations like countries within countries or even countries within that that make the whole thing very complicated and trying to figure out who owns what. What's an example of that? Uh, Vatican City is is a common example. Uh, I believe Lesotho as well. Um, There's parts of Belgium and the Netherlands where the borders just constantly crisscross each other. Oh, really? And there's pictures. If you look it up online, you'll see like pictures of a cafe with... Uh, a dot like tile that goes down the sidewalk and on one side it's just like Belgium one side well, it's my favorite part of that is that one of your favorite videos on YouTube is one of the most boring fucking it's, videos on YouTube it's it's like. this one guy had a house that was right on the border I believe it was Belgium and Netherlands and uh, I think he, you told me this yeah, he identified as one country's citizen but the other country was taxing him because his front door of his house was on that side of the country good so he yeah, yeah. Fuck that guy. And he's they, a, he's a like, troublemaker. So he had to build wall- your house somewhere else. To, uh, that guy's there like, it is. He had to wall up the door and move it <laughs> in order to be recognized. That as- guy is like such a star for attention. Fuck that guy. So, well, you can like- see the, the flags on each side showing oh my God. different addresses and different parts. That is class. <laughs> That, well, that's a really look cool at that. Look at how much effort that guy is. That's like his. That, thing. That's not the guy. That was that's that's the public street. That's a sidewalk. bullshit. He's so excited about it. If I was fucking Belgium, I declared war. Just kicking that guy's door. Driving that's away that and bit. Declared peace. Of I think it's, I think it's Russia where there's a bit of Russia that like sticks way down into another country, and instead of making people in the other country drive around this piece of Russia, there's one road that you can take that just goes straight through Russia, but you're not allowed to stop. Really? Yeah. And there's like a there's like a guard tower, and as long so as it's you like a super expressway, yeah, as long as you get on the road and just floor it and go all the way through, you don't have to show a passport or anything. But technically, you are on the land of Russia for that little drive. I Ga- don't remember the countries involved. But. Gavin and I are planning a bit of an excursion, and we found out something really bizarre: is that you can't go to India if you've been to China within the last three months. Is that right? Something like that. 
something like that. I mean, well, there, there are some countries where they're you, neighboring countries. It's like I I don't well, know. I mean, it's I, the same with Israel and um, like Turkey and sure or a Muslim country. Yeah, there are some right? countries where if you have a stamp from a different country in your passport, they just won't let you in. What does what? I wonder what Israel looks like on maps made in the Arab world. I wonder what that looks like. I mean, it's already pretty small. Yeah, it's just like is it just like all of it Palestine? That's it. I don't know. They It'd do. be interesting. I'd like to see that. I like to see because maps are maps are I, political. I can't believe you said my, one of my favorite videos is boring. It's, it sounds awful. That's, 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 that's already a that's like that's a, a cool like moment on on the land. That's like that place is messed up. There's uh, well, some funny rules involving that place. I, listen, I can make fun of you for being boring because I was I told Gavin this before the podcast, but I had a two hour dream last night. It felt like one of those super long dreams. It felt like it was two hours long. The entirety of the dream, Gus, was me trying to set up a dash cam in my car. Oh, God. That, that sounds was, so boring. That was it. And I woke up from that. I was like, I was mad at myself for this dream. Like, why am I wasting my dreaming time setting up a fucking dash cam and not doing it well? And right. getting mad at it and, like, trying to figure it out and troubleshooting? I, ha- I hate when you have dreams not that are just Not even getting it on the first time you had to troubleshoot it? Uh, yeah. It's like two <laughs> hours, Barb. It was forever. And I woke up mad and, like, <laughs> thinking about this stupid dash cam. I'm like, what the fuck am I wasting my time with? Other people have dreams about, like, foursomes and I'm doing my logo on dash cam. <laughs> So, like, what kind of trub- What kind of issues were you coming up against? Oh, uh, like USB stuff. Oh, and right. there was something about current. Like, there was, you know how your brain just makes shit up, but it makes yeah. sense to your brain. Well, like I was saying the other week, like how my brain made up this dumb piece of the lens that I broke and I couldn't fit it back in. Right. But my brain invented the problem. It's like so annoying and weird. It's like get out of here. Just a bucket. put in a naked woman. <laughs> exactly right. Why are you getting <laughs> yeah, in the way here? Why did a naked woman fall out of the lens? Maybe have, that's just telling. Your brain puts in problems. I don't know. I just I, I have to live a more deviant lifestyle. That's all it is. If I'm dreaming about setting up a fucking dash cam. What the fuck? And were you like, was the, do you want to do this in real life? Is and that- it, was, like, it wasn't even my car. It was like my car from college, you know? <laughs> An old rundown Audi with no I air conditioning. Have Wouldn't it be cool dreams. if it worked, though? And Didn't it suck? Have- my dreams are never exciting. It sucks. Yeah, they're always about real life. Like recently, my car got ran into while it was parked, so like my bumper's all fucked up. Uh-huh. I had a dream that I was driving with my fucked up bumper, and someone hit me on the other side of the bumper. <laughs> and then I was to my insurance. I was like, I got hit, and they're like, Well, how was do you? How do you have a hit on one side of your bumper and the other if you got hit by this side? And I was like, Well, I was gonna tell you guys about this side, and then this side happened after that. And That's I was like, like This is what I'm dreaming about. Yeah. Dream. And your brain sets up a dream, uh, uh, like an argument in your dream that you lose. It's like, why is my brain <laughs> like, like I had to like, at least win the shitty argument? Like, I you had know, to let defend me myself to an insurance company in my fucking dream. <laughs> Have you ever you, had you, a- you were an insurance company? Yeah, you were. In your dream. You were an insurance company. <laughs> you were role playing, fighting to yourself. screw yourself over. You spent mental yeah, energy doing her. that. <sighs> Have you ever kept the same companion throughout the whole dream? Like people I'm with, no, in a people dream, switch out. They just become different people, and I'm like, do you ever switch? Like two other people in your dream, like it's from your first person perspective, but then it's not. No, do I have I'm always that? Me. It's weird. So you're looking at you sometimes. Yeah, or it's have like you ever banged yourself. It's a, no, I've never banged myself. No, I, I I took a tech support from my call myself setting up a dash cam. That was the uh, most exciting. <laughs> have thing you tried checking the current? You never had that. Where no, it's I've like, had dreams that are like movies where like the framing changes, but I'm not. I feel like I'm just watching a movie in it, the dream. It's not like I'm I'm in control of anything. It is hard to explain too, because like when you literally try to remember your dream, like the moment you wake up, there's a shitload of it that just doesn't make sense. But your brain is like, ah, oh, this is fine. It's good enough. Got enough information here. Yeah. So like stuff in your brain in your dream, you try to explain later. It's like doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But your brain just made it made sense by accepting it. It's and really that, bizarre. Do you find that if you try and remember a dream, the 
like you've just woken up, you're trying to remember the dream. The process of you trying to remember stuff like overwrites the truth of the dream and then you lose it forever. What are most of your nightmares about? I don't have a lot of nightmares. Used to be, uh, honestly, I was so scared of Dawn of the Dead when I was a kid. But like growing up, most of my dreams were about the zombie apocalypse, which is weird because now it's like a, a big thing now. I'm playing this horrible game, Dying Light. Have you played that? I never played it, no. So it, the weird thing about that game, and I think it changes as you get higher up in levels, is that when you're running through the city, which is filled with zombies, and you've got to kill a zombie, Gavin can back me up. He's played this game. In most Sorry. zombie games, Gus, you run up and you smack it with a bat or you shoot it in the head and that's it and you move on. Correct. Dude, that's not – you go to kill a zombie in this, it takes you about a minute and a half. Like you had just to, like a knockdown, yeah, drag out fight. You, you beat it to the ground, and you're like literally hitting it on the ground in the head, like five or six times, and you got to wait for your stamina to recharge, and you're like wailing on it, and then finally it dies. That it's, stamina is, is bullcrap. It's, it's all adrenaline at that point. If you're caving in someone's head, you wouldn't need stamina. Totally agree. Do you see the girl who had her wisdom teeth taken out, and she was put under the anesthetic, and when she came to, her brothers had created this elaborate plan where she was like in the zombie apocalypse. Yep. It was such a And they even a good had like idea. a radio uh, so announcement cruel. come out and like their mom was in on it. About my favorite part is when uh, she's in the car and they're oh, like, we got to get can't. the gardening tools. And she's like, why are you getting gardening tools? We have guns. Get the guns. My favorite commenting. part <laughs> is when they were like, do you want to take the dog or the cat? We could only take one. And she goes, are you stupid? The cat. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next shot is her in the front seat with the cat. With the cat. <laughs> in her lap. <laughs> and it, people were commenting that like she... Under the influence of heavy narcotics, she was still making better decisions than most people in a zombie apocalypse yeah. movie make. Like yeah. she was immediately on point. I like, feel like decision get making. Get guns. Get the cat. Let's yeah. go. Get I, the guess, cat. I guess there's never there's not as much hesitation in decision making. You just like switch to gut reactions. She was on Ellen, and they asked her why she made a decision. They asked her if she wanted to take chocolate cake or funfetti cake, and she said funfetti like instantly. And Ellen was like, why did you choose Funfetti over chocolate? And she's like, well, you know, it's colorful. So I thought, like, it'd be sad during the zombie apocalypse to have, like, chocolate cake. And also, you don't have ice cream, so you don't want to eat chocolate cake without ice cream. And it's like, how is that all going through her head, like, in an instant? She's got that on lock. She's prepared. Yep. <laughs> Can you imagine you're in the zombie apocalypse and somebody is actually grabbing Funfetti <laughs> to take with them? Yeah. Dude, you I mean, need it. Like, drop it. Drop the cat. <laughs> drop the Funfetti. Just get the fucking guns and let's go. Well, that's what she was like. When the guy was getting guarding tools, she was like, are you fucking stupid? <laughs> they had like one uh, of those trash picker-upper things. <laughs> yeah. She's like, what do we do with this thing? Uh, I wonder what, we'll pick one of the other runners up here for oh, yeah. our, uh, the feed. Uh, so the winner, uh, one of the winners of the $25 gift card is Crystal Montgomery at RoswellGal91 on Twitter. You correctly guessed the answer. So we'll so, be sending you a $25 gift card. Roswell reminds me of something. But what, is, what are you leading up to here? So you've done two runners. Two runners. And then the next one will be the grand prize, which is the $25 gift card and all of the swag that you see Barbara missing with. Th- cool. And that was on the mannequin. Oh, what, about the, what about the people who are getting the knock on the door <coughs> and getting pizza? Oh, then they're getting pizza. I want to see, 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 see some photos of that. Send us some photos of that. It's like Noel's house party. So I have a question because Roswell. I was playing okay. Alien Isolation recently, and there was something that came to mind. Is that game good? No. I wouldn't play it. <laughs> I'll tell you what. It is – It is. we were talking about Alien sequels on something. Was it on the post show? We were talking about the sequels to Alien. And I, yes. Uh, it was last week's post show, I think. Yeah, I think it was. And no. uh, we have a post show that we do an extra like 20 minutes of the podcast that's only on the website. That's sponsors, right? Mm-hmm. Let's see that. Um, that was two weeks ago, wasn't it? Whatever. It was recently we were whatever. talking about it. But, and I was going to bring this up then, but I forgot to. Um, Alien Isolation is actually one of the best sequels to the original Alien. Mm-hmm. Like, I would say it's, it's in the same vein as Alien and just a little bit under Aliens, but still better than 3 and still better than 4. 
Um, I, Alien Isolation is a great sequel to the original Alien. But a I bad love, game. I love it's the, a stealth game, which drives me crazy after a while. I, I love the aesthetic game. and the yes. feel in that game. I feel like they really nailed they the nailed atmosphere it. correct. They Everything, absolutely. so on point. So here's what I'm wondering about. Yeah, look at that. It's like I love how they like went back to that like old school like seventies oh, yeah. sci-fi. Even like yeah, the way you save those phones with yep. yeah, I mean everything. That was a time all in the movies. technologies like displays from seventies and that's stuff. That's actually really cool. That was a time in it's movies really, where yeah. in, when when characters were sat in front of a monitor, they would project what was on the screen onto on their the faces. Face, yeah, but it's like they surely knew that that's not what happened. Like why would they do that? Well, it's the same thing as when they shoot just outside. Just to make it look cool. Yeah. It, does, it doesn't look cool. It's distracting as hell. What is the, the first thing they do when they shoot outdoors at night in a city? What's the first thing they do? Put a light on? They wet all the streets down. Oh. They always do that. So those streets just look, they just look cooler because the, the lights, street lights yeah. reflect and everything like that. But that's not how streets look normally. That's, well, it is in the rain, though. It is in yeah, the rain, but it's not it's raining, raining in every fucking scene, you know? The, the streets aren't constantly wet at night. I can, turn up, I can turn up my TV, especially one from the 70s. I can turn it up high enough to where you can see something on my face, probably. It would just be light. It would just be one big color. Maybe. You don't know. I had a really cool TV. <laughs> I do know. I had a projection TV. But uh, I was wondering about this about Alien. So when they find the Alien, do the people in the Aliens universe, in that fictional universe... Is that the first alien they've seen, or is it like, have they run into aliens before, and this is just a bad one? I think it seems like it's the first one. The first ever life form right. they've ever found, right? Right. But then they find two at once, because they find the space jockey, and there's not like a moment, I don't recall from Alien, of like, this is a fucking alien. Oh, this that's is, true, yeah. That's a good point. Like, that would be monumental in human history, and there's just like, what is there's the not that. It's like, oh, here's a bunch of eggs, how neat. And that's Let's just look a at cargo one. ship, it's a little mining ship that they've got there, isn't it? Oh, uh, the, yeah, was it the, the Nostromo? Nostromo? Yeah. I met the, did I tell the weird story about when I met the guy who designed that? No. No. He was a guy, we were down in uh, Australia, and it was one of these, like, cocktail hours, and there was this guy who just looked like an older nerdy dude, you know, long white beard. He looked like George R.R. R. Martin a little bit. And I was talking to him about web stuff, and he goes, hey, I've been fascinated by this internet stuff. And I was talking with him, and I kind of put my foot in my mouth, embarrassed myself, where he's like, yeah, I'm just trying to get into the web stuff. I'm not sure where to get started. I'm like, well, if you like put your work online, like people can see it and all this stuff. I'm like, and he said, well, I have a website. I put some stuff up. And then it turned out this guy had designed like every major piece of sci-fi uh, art that I had grown up watching. Like so he just designed the Nostromo. He designed the DeLorean from wow. Back to the Future. He designed uh, the cars in Blade Runner. He was part Those of that. Cool. I mean, I can't even give this guy's whole thing. And I, I think I've talked about this guy on the podcast before, and people immediately come back what with his, his name? name. And I don't know his name. I can't remember his name now. But uh, he was an older dude. And this is like eight years ago. But it was like, at first I was like talking to him like, I just like some dude. And I was like telling him how to get involved with the, with the web. What? Sid Mead. I don't think it's Sid Mead. I don't think that's his name. I could be wrong. It is a simple name like that, though, like two syllables, and that's it. Maybe that, I'll look him up. M-E-A-D? Tim Limp. Tim Limp. Timp? No, that's not him. At least I don't think that's him. Bill Chair. Well, that's, that's I imp- say it's like Abe or something like that. That's an impressive Abe resume. Abe Lincoln. Yeah, I know. I know we've talked about him on the podcast before. I think I pronounced his name as Jif, though. Hold on one second. <laughs> Have you seen that dumb list of all the coincidences between Lincoln and Kennedy? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, is that just... Is that... Actual coincidences, or are there people just looking for patterns there? They're probably looking for it. Is it the one that ends in the fucking stupid joke? No. What was the joke? That, it's whatever. <laughs> I, I'm not even going to It's like such an old, uh, old dumb joke. I'm, I'm not even going to get into it. 
There are a lot of coincidences there. If you look for coincidences, you can find uh, patterns, and you can find those coincidences. Uh, here, I want to do another uh, read right here. Ron Cobb. Ron Cobb. Got it. Uh, I want to remind everyone, this episode of the Rooster Teeth Podcast is also brought to you by SeatGeek. Have you been frustrated trying to buy tickets online? Most sites make it complicated, and they all try to sneak in huge fees at checkout. That's why you need to try SeatGeek. They've made it easier than ever to buy and sell sports and concert tickets. SeatGeek has taken all the work and hassle out of shopping for tickets. They pull all the tickets available on other sites into one place, so you save time and never miss a deal. You can even set alerts for upcoming events, and SeatGeek will let you know if the ticket prices fall. Even better, every ticket on SeatGeek is ranked based on value, so you can immediately find underpriced seats. Uh, And before you buy, you can use SeatGeek's detailed maps to see the view from your seat. Uh, Best of all, SeatGeek's always honest and upfront about the price. Unlike other sites, they show you the full ticket price from start to finish and never try to trick you with huge fees on the checkout page. Uh, Our listeners get a $20 rebate after their first SeatGeek purchase. To get your your $20 rebate, download the free SeatGeek app, go to the settings tab and click add a promo code, enter promo code ROOSTER. SeatGeek will send you $20 after you've made your first ticket purchase. Download the free SeatGeek app, enter promo code ROOSTER today. And I'm going to take a look here. I've got the app up here on my phone. And I was looking at this show a little earlier. Uh, Herbie Hancock's going to be playing here in Austin. And you can see they got the different uh, ratings here, the different color coding for the different uh, tickets. So I don't want to spend that much. So this one is still a green ticket. So I will buy two tickets in there. Proceed to checkout. Our Wi-Fi is a little slow. Let's see if it works. Well, nope, don't look at my code. Oh, uh, uh, uh. There we go. And loading. The Wi-Fi sucks. It. Oh, there it is. There's the thing. And done. All done. And you can see I, the, I bought my Smashing Pumpkins tickets on the patch previously. So I'll go check that out next time. Why or I'll go is, check that out soon. So thanks to Geek for uh, sponsoring the podcast. And check out the link below. Or download the app and use promo code Rooster for a $20 rebate after your first purchase. Why is that Wi-Fi shit? I don't know. For a tech company. They're, they're, they're working on it. I, I complain to the Adams all the time about it, and they always say that they're, they're trying to fix it. But what's frustrating is that it's bad right here. In this exact spot. Like this spot is probably, it's this spot and the break room are the two worst spots for Wi-Fi. The next set should have a, a Wi-Fi hotspot built into it. Yeah, I've got to do something. Uh, something like that. Uh, did you hear that story? I don't know what Barbara's doing. Did you hear that story about the... Um, there's that woman in Texas, I think it was in Odessa, who they're looking for her because she broke into a funeral home and then she stole a ring off of a corpse yeah, in a, I saw in a that coffin. Yeah, fucked up. What the hell? That's fucked up. Was she going for that ring or she was just robbing? No, she uh, probably just robbing. She walked in, she saw an unattended corpse in a casket and then pulled a ring off of uh, the dead person's finger. Is that finger. something people do? Oh, it's like one of the worst rob? things you can yeah, do. Yeah, that's what she did. For jewelry and And the like fucked that? up thing was... It was apparently a plastic ring that's only worth $10. Oh, my gosh. Well, yeah, I don't. Yeah. If I had a real ring, I wouldn't want to be buried in it. I'd be like, fucking sell that. Get money for it. Yeah, but that's absolutely awful. Care. Exactly. Okay, so you're saying like. I'm saying like, good. I'm glad it wasn't a real ring. And the people who want to be buried with their real rings, it's like, why? This is that ring. What's up, dead? I'm dead. Yeah, but I don't care. What, do I want someone else to take it? Fuck them. Did you? Did right? You, I mean, <laughs> did you read about the uh, Apple iPhones? That Apple from broken iPhones extracted, I want to say it was 2,000 pounds of gold mm-hmm. from broken iPhones last year. What does that mean? 
That's an enormous amount of money. When they do recycling, like whenever they take in broken iPhones and recycle the the individual components, Mm -hmm. they took in over a ton of gold. It was valued, I think, over $68 million. So is there just gold in iPhones? There's a little bit of gold. Circuitry, yeah. What is the component that uses gold? Do you have any idea? It's uh, connectors, I think. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. uh, Because gold doesn't corrode. Mm -hmm. Nuts, right? And I think someone, I I, I forget what it was, but there's (laughs) there's a subreddit called They Did the Math. Where you can go and they'll break it down, and someone extrapolated how much dollars of gold per iPhone that was, and it was like eight bucks or something. How many iPhones is it? Right, they, they, that was in there. That was part right. of the release. And so it must have been a phenomenal million. amount of iPhones. It took if it was six eight million bucks worth of gold, it would have been like hundreds of millions worth of iPhones. I'm going to. They did the math right now. Did you read that the price of lithium recently doubled? Did doubled. That's is that crazy. why those batteries that's, are so that's damn expensive. Bad for, uh, that's for Tesla. Bad, bad for a lot of people. Bad for a lot of people. And Tesla is definitely a- one of them. We have the Pizza Hut watch party, apparently. Yeah, we do? Yeah. Do you have a photo? I think they do. Hey! Oh, look at that. We <laughs> should have uh, found a way to Skype in live to them. So the DFW Rooster Teeth group got pizza. Look at that, you lucky guys. <laughs> and girls. You're welcome. People. Well, I was going to say something else, but I want to keep it friendly. <laughs> I have a question about your laptop. Yeah. Do you pre-buy those stickers? What does no? What, how? What? What does that mean? Well, you know all the countries you've been to. Do you have those flags? I get already? what he's saying. Like you know where you've been to on Amazing Race, right? Or are you going out like week by week and buying those? I just, as you can tell, many of them are for from a set, but I, I purchased these different ones. It actually started with my trip to Ireland. <laughs> you, that was not. You part. answered that question so suspiciously and weird. Well, I mean, said, do question. I pre-buy them? Did I? It makes it sound like I bought them before I went to the countries, and I didn't know where I was going. No. Why would I mean that? That's what I'm saying. What does pre-buy them mean? Of course, do I buy them before I stick them on my laptop? Yes, I buy no, them like- before <laughs> I put them on my goddamn laptop. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Pre-what? Pre-what? Uh, is either that or you're just buying one every week? I bought a bunch of flags. No, I, I didn't sit down and go, well, I don't want it to spoil the results of the Amazing Race to Amazon, so I only bought a few. <laughs> I bought a bunch of flags. I even bought flags for places that I didn't go. Ooh, sneaky. Because I'm planning to go there. So Other places. They, they recovered <laughs> so pre-buy. We always say something dumb and then act like I'm an idiot because I didn't understand well, you it. You thought I meant before the race. You just said pre-buy. What pre, pre doesn't does mean when the dinosaur, when you were born. You what born. does pre-buy pre, mean? you got to be smart about what pre means. Why can't you just say, did you, did you buy the flags every week or did you buy them all at once? Why didn't you ask that question? Yep. What's this pre-buying? What does that mean? No, I didn't pre-buy them. <laughs> did you put in your pre-order for flags? You get the, you get the bonus DLC for enclaves and exclaves. <laughs> I <laughs> I did I did buy one pack that has every flag in the world in it. Oh, there you go. So they recover 0.034 grams of gold per iPhone, which is a buck eighty two per phone, which works out to twenty one point four million iPhones in a year. Wow. That's that's a story by itself. That's a lot. That they that's a reclaimed lot of twenty million iPhones. Were people upgrading or like turning in old ones? Like smashing the lens or the whatever the glass. Which, by the way, the new iPhones was to be glass on two fronts now. Nah, twenty seventeen. Wasn't the five like that? Wasn't the five, people were making a big deal about it? But the five was glass five on the front. Glass. and the back, No, the right? four was. Four, yeah, four, yeah. Wasn't the five also? Was One of them was. Who cares, yeah. right? There Previously, was a phone that the four had glass S in the back. and the four. No, the five was like a like a metal on the back. We're really on like the tenth iPhone at this point, right? The ninth. <laughs> I was, <laughs> I was, I was remembering what it was like to tap the back of that phone. <laughs> Why are you tapping the back of the phone? That's our thumbnail for Barbara, right there. 
Because you, when we you like it. tap the back, you like remember the sound it made, and the phi was definitely a metal. Never, never tap the back of the phone. Never happened for me. Ever. Ever, ever, ever. So never. you were in that, speaking of iPhones, the connected dock finally came out. Yeah, it did. Which I thought, I thought it turned out really good. I did too, it's yeah. It's about 45 minutes long. It was, uh, I, well. the response from it was amazing. Like, Blaine and I got so many tweets of people being like, that had a really, like, intense impact on me. I, I think that the, when the people saw the trailer, people were kind of ready to be insulted that they thought it was going to be They thought it was doc. just going to be us making fun of millennials. And I get it because the word millennial was in the trailer. Millennials right. are so insulted by millennial. Yeah, they don't like that label. Yeah. They don't like that Nobody label. Likes it. But I don't think we said the word millennial in the entire millennial. documentary. No, no, I think it was just written on screen at one point. Yeah, that's it, right? I think yeah, so. like as a way to like, summarize what the documentary is. That documentary series, we are really enjoying the hell out of that. We're doing some fun ones. I wonder what we could talk about the next one that we're doing. Did you ever watch Connected? Did you ever yeah. I, I did something in Connected. I watched it like five times before it came out. For approvals and I, stuff. Oh, I did something oh. to you guys that I guess didn't really work out. Yeah. So they, they, they couldn't uh, use it. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that happened that just didn't make the cut. of the Because, I mean, it's only a 45-minute documentary, but we filmed for five days. So yeah. there's a lot of stuff that didn't make it. I made a playlist of the top 100 songs from the year you were born and the top 100 songs Blaine was born. And I would call their answering machines from the office phone. And I would put the phone by my computer speakers and play the top 100 songs <laughs> for them, and just fill up the answering machine and not tell them who it was. Oh, wow. Why didn't it work? The audio quality was so bad. They could, she didn't understand what she was hearing. It's, this is what the song on my answering machine sounded like. Love that song. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And it went on for four and a half minutes. And I, was, I listened to the whole thing because I wanted to see if someone said anything at the end. And then it ended, and then another machine, uh, answering machine message started playing, and it was the song again. And I was like, okay, maybe at the end of this they'll say something. And sure enough, it was just... You didn't song. have anything else to do. You're bored. <laughs> that one shot of you where you're laying in bed, like, looking left and right. And yeah. It's just like... Well, I, was was hoping, I was hoping to be, like, their music source. You're going to be, like, their but, radio. Yeah, but it didn't... It, did, it just didn't one work. Message, they still have radio there. stations, F- FYI. One message you left me that I'm really disappointed didn't make into the documentary was... It was the first night. And, like, Blaine and I didn't have any form of communication with people. We had a beeper where we could receive messages on, and we had a landline, and that was it. And Dude, Gus Blaine left... Blaine has a cheeseburger phone. He has a cheeseburger phone. I had that little see-through one. And Gus left me a message that said, hey, Barbara, uh, I just want to let you know that you did a really bad job today and you smell and nobody likes you. But, you know, if you think any of this is wrong or you disagree with me, just uh, send me an email or text. All right, bye. (laughs) I was like, you piece of shit. I really wish that made it into the doc. It was fun trying to screw with you guys. When you also, also when they were handing out the the flyers at campus that had the, the Twitter and the Facebook links, these two weren't very proficient with the typewriter but i was so i uh, made a stack of flyers for them to hang we got to, hand out. to help us and every now and then i would sleep, sneak blaine's phone number into there and it'd be like <laughs> call me winky face <laughs> he actually used one of those <laughs> did i tell you that no we were in a i think it was a jamba juice right after we had finished up and he still had the stack of flyers inc- including the phone number and he saw a cute girl there he's like fuck it i'm just gonna give this to her and later he regretted it because he's like, I should have just talked to her instead of being all <laughs> creepy, handing her my phone number. It was fun to use the typewriter. I can't remember the last time I used a typewriter. I got an idea. I want to run by you guys in the post show. In right. the post I got show? an idea for a thing. Okay. I, can't, I can't imagine being forced to use it again for like work and trying a to A typewriter? Get, yeah. I just felt bad for Chelsea who shares an office with me because that thing was loud. Clackety clack. 
Yeah. Well, the keyboards are loud these days. We're coming full circle. There's some people who Gus's get those keyboard mechanical is. keyboards. But it's yeah, not just like the, clackety clack. It's not just the keys. It's keyboard. the sound of the thing moving across the paper. Too. Did you hear the thing that I wanted to design for you in particular? Yeah, for Twitter, right? Yeah, early on in the doc. I think I talked about it last podcast, you, the one you weren't on, but I wanted to... The, the only way people get real-time information back in the 80s was those ticker tapes. Like, that was before the internet. You could The best people had, like, a 15-minute delay on the stock market. Right. But, like, the ticker tape. So I want to get a ticker tape thing that would constantly print out her tw- Twitter feed. I thought that would have been great. I just know really really they're like reading like, it like this. <laughs> Sounds really expensive. One of you yeah. would have said, like, hey, tweet Barbara something with 140 characters. Somebody made one. There's, uh, there were, people were sending me links after we mentioned on the podcast last week, and they were sending me links to a guy who had made one. But I think it was like eight grand. Mm. Or, it, like, his wasn't even for sale. Wouldn't even do it. Mm. It was like a Ben Heck into Well, think about how much money you would save firing Caleb and getting me one of those machines. Because Caleb reads the Twitter feed? Yeah. Is that what he does? Also, think of all the internet savings you would have. I'm just kidding. Not having to load Twitter constantly, just have a feed. <laughs> Barbara and Andrew made me run the Snapchat last week. Yeah, we did. While we were doing the steak off, and I showed my methodology for preparing it. Sure enough, somebody asked on, on Reddit, they asked, hey, where's the video of Bernie making a steak? So I want to see the method. And people are like, well, it's on Snapchat, so it's gone. It's like, that's so fucking dumb to me. It's like bad. <laughs> but I have to say, I had a great time doing that. People really liked it. There is something to be said for it's 30 seconds, and it's like, you don't try to even make it good. You just it's a to- everything's a throwaway on Snapchat. It's just like record, record. All right, that's it. That'll be gone in twenty four hours. Well, if it sucked. The it's fine. The interesting thing to me about Snapchat, Snapchat is right it's like if you record that and if you make a bunch of videos, it's not like you're filling someone's feed with it. They opt into watching it. It's like oh, I see that Bernie made these videos in the grocery store. I do want to watch that, and it's not just like all presented to you in a, in a linear fashion. We uh, we did a Facebook stream this this morning. Yeah, everyone's into that at the moment. We had a lot of viewers. It was like five thousand viewers. Just oh, Facebook's huge for that. Yeah, it's a little scary how quickly they took that over. What do you got on there? She, she's just doing the filters. One of those stupid fil- funny faces. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and he laughs. Uh, so I'm going to pick the the winner for uh, the feed. Go for it. Uh, so congratulations, Corey Matter at Mater sixty two. Uh, you have uh, won Woo-hoo. the trivia contest tonight, so won. we're going to send you won. all of the GIF. We're going to send you all of the swag uh, <laughs> from Pizza Hut, including scarves, shirt, hats, sunglasses. I think there's pillowcases in there, uh, and you'll also get the twenty five dollar gift card. Also, bugs the hell out of me so that you, you said the winner was Corey Matter. I did it on purpose at Twitter Mater sixty two. I'm like, <laughs> I wasn't sure which it was, so I said both. <laughs> is it Matter or is it Mater? M A D E R. It doesn't matter. M A D E R? Yeah. I would say Mater. 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 Corey Mater. Mater. I was going to say that was a word, but it's not a word. <laughs> it's like, that's a word. It's Mater 62. Mater what is your favorite word? Swing. I like that there's a word that it ends in I N G, but if you take it off, it's just sw. <laughs> so I just like to think about it as swing. <laughs> like, swing. You get, yeah. What are you doing? I'm swing. <laughs> no, but you say swinging. Yeah, I know you say swinging. I just, swing is my favorite word. I want to point out that I was I was ready to go with my answer as soon as you asked that question. It has yeah. always been my favorite word. Ever, yeah, that's, Do you have a favorite word? Swing is a Honestly, silly word to me. I like any word that ends in N-G-E. I, was, I, thought, I, I would think you like cludge. Well, that's not a word. Clunge. 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 Yeah. N-G-E. Binge, you said earlier. Binge is good. Munge. That's Munge. not a real word. You know, blamange. <laughs> blamange. All right, what about you? Any favorite words? Yeah. Gus? I don't think I have any favorite words. I do. Nifty. Enclave. Nifty? Nifty. Why nifty? Because you say it and you can't help but smile. I also like, I I like trellis. Nifty. 
Trellis is good. Trellis. It's just like, what's that? It's a, it's a trellis. Yeah, it is. I like any word that you say enough times and it just doesn't sound like a word Fork. anymore. That's every word though, right? Yeah, just like, it, like everything that just loses all meaning. Yeah, it's just, you you're, you're just making a shape with your mouth. And it, I just become very self-conscious about what my mouth is doing when I say a word over and over. You know what I was thinking about? I, One. I'm, yeah. We got on this topic. What, at what point do you think... I don't know if it's ever happened yet. But at what point in the future will people start to call the alphabet like the letter emojis? Like, at what point will emojis take over for the word letters or well, how alphabet? Old, how old is emoji? It's well, not it, that old. It, it's got to be three years. No, oh, I thought it was like that. decades old. Well, there's emoticons. Emoticons are different than emojis. That were the first things. And then emojis kind of just came about at some point. Well, there was an emoji yeah, keyboard. AIM had emojis. But it's Japanese. Yeah, but, but they we're, were called emoticons. Yeah. Emojis are something specific. But they, they're built into like, stuff. So they've been around a while. How? Why? Because so em- it's built in. Em- emoji it? have... That stupid rainbow barf thing on Snapchat's built into Snapchat. It hasn't been around for very long. Em- emojis <laughs> actually have some it's built really in. good Who cares? The building it in is how you make it to begin with. So I... What, did you find them on the street? You fucking dumb Brit? The the best use case for emojis that I can think of is something that I do. Uh, I have a hard time communicating with my in-laws because they don't speak English very well. But if, like, we're texting, they can communicate via emoji and I can understand what they mean or what they're saying. Pile of poo. I yes. saw a shirt that you would love. Do you know what the shirt is? No. It's a traveler's shirt with just a bunch of, like, symbols. But it's rows of, like, 40 different symbols. And it just looks like a design shirt. doesn't look like anything crazy. But when you point it, you realize it's like international symbols for things. Mm. Not the standardized ones, more modified ones, but it's very clear like, I need food, I need a bathroom, where can I catch a car? That's good. Like stuff like that. So you just point your shirt when you see something. Could I get a shirt that just like in all the most popular languages just says, give me beer? I, dude. And you'd be like. <laughs> oh, I that's would, awesome. What, yeah. is, what is the universal symbol for play? It's really good. Uh, yeah, so you just point at it and you're like, you know, that's it. And the it little arrow clear. button? I love that shirt. It's a great. I thought you would it's like that shirt. shirt. It's a very functional, and it's not. It sounds like it's going to be really gross, right? No, but it's, it's great. It's actually a great shirt. So you're saying play is a triangle? I would say yeah, it's that sideways triangle. Play. Sideways triangle. You, you mean play? like play like a yeah, like the like universal sim- symbol for play is always a triangle. Yeah. It's the YouTube Point, thing. Pointing yeah the yeah. way you're right. pointing right. pointing forwards. Pointing right. What's the universal symbol for stop? Square. 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 So why isn't a stop sign a square? For Christ's sake. Yeah, why did they make a stop stop button octagon? Did those stop exist? Bef- <laughs> oh, stop the, button on the thing. Those exist before uh, <laughs> VCRs, I guess. Yeah, and be. a pause is a stop button that's cut in, in two. Is that what that is? Isn't it? I, I feel like stop is it's just someone going like this. Like you so, never have stop and pause anymore together, like you used to. It's always one or the other. Somebody pointed out just recently, and once again, I think we talked about this podcast, but the power symbol is both the on and off combined. Right. The one and the zero. The circle with the one through the top of it. That little power symbol that's on buttons, mm-hmm. it's on and off, so they just combined the one and the zero for on and off into one symbol. Oh. It's brilliant. Yep. Simple. Apparently, uh, emojis originated in Japanese mobile phones in the late 1990s. Were they built in? Or were they just, did they just like include them in a sheet? They just said originating on Japanese mobile phones. Okay, so, so they were on the outside I, I, of the phone. Yeah, symbols like sushi and. They might have been outside of the phone. Then they built them in later. That's looked, when they became I looked a thing. up why it's a, a square and yeah. it makes total sense. So the play button, you think about it as a triangle, right? Yeah. Facing to the right. That The triangle indicates which direction the tape head moves. It's all tape. 
Oh, because it was auto reverse too. Right. So would go and the other way. The stop is the triangle with the triangle, like the very tip cut out. It's if you think about the triangle, the triangle is supposed to be a square with a triangle like playhead on it. Like going and, forward. Right. And the stop is just with the triangle tip cut off. I think so the modern the play button though is just the triangle part. Right. It used to be the square with the triangle tip on right. it. Right. And it just has evolved so that oh. there's no longer the square on it and it doesn't make sense, but that's why it was that way originally. Where it gets really messed up is fast forward, which is two arrows. But then they got the ones that were like skip, which is the line. And then you've And then there's uh skip is the line? Well it's an arrow that points at a line, oh. right? And if you've got a line with an arrow... It's frame by frame. It's, yeah, slow-mo. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah, sorry, slow-mo. Your thing. Oh, that should have been a part of my logo. Yeah, oh, yeah. What are we good? You, you, you redesign your logo. Well, yeah. It's time. Why not? Do it. New logo for you. Let's do, do it. it. I want to redesign the logo for the Rooster Podcast, too. You going to take out the rooster in the teeth? Nope. Uh, that microphone, though, at the beginning is just like that 3D microphone we have. I think uh-huh. we can do something different there. Because we've never once used a microphone that looks like that. Yeah, see, exactly. <laughs> that we actually have that microphone now, and it's on the on the spot yeah. set. They have that microphone. This would uh, be a very pretty logo. logo. No, no. <laughs> also, that logo is it's <laughs> like I'm doing that. I'm sure that sounds terrible. <laughs> it's like that logo is is really cool and it looks great in that 3D intro. But then it's like when I see it like on pint glasses and stuff, it doesn't look as good. Like the off-topic logo was designed 2D and designed flat, and it looks really cool that way, but it also looks good in 3D. I think our current, like, the Rushi podcast logo, I think it just looks good in 3D. You know, it doesn't look as good in, uh, in like, 2D or things like that. That's, I see it a lot of times on, like, you know, shirts or something like that. Yeah. Does anyone own that, the line in the, the triangle? Like, if I just put only that on a shirt, does someone have that? YouTube has... Uh, I got the YouTube one right here. Oh, over here. Over there. It's got a little... You don't, even, you don't think about it very often, but it's got, at the top of the arrow here, it's got like a little gray shadow. So like the white is in the red? Is that what it is? is I, I, I see like? it as like the, the white has been slightly pushed into the red. It really I, doesn't do anything for me in depth at all. It just looks really? like a little gray shadow. Yeah. I don't even know what it's meant to convey. It is maybe, fascinating maybe, how much effort yeah. is put into companies' logos that Dear you don't Lord. even see. Like Amazon has the arrow that goes from the A to the Z. Because they've got like everything. They got everything from A to Z. Yeah. yeah. The craziest one, and we've talked about this many times, is the FedEx logo with that fucking arrow inside of it. Nah, yeah. Baskins and Robbins is still the best one to me. The, the FedEx 31? with the arrow in it? Yeah, it's got the B yeah, and the arrow. FedEx, between the E and the X, there's an arrow. Oh, yeah. Moving to the right, because that's where your package is going. To the right. To the right, to the right. See between the E and the X? Yeah. What If you got, if you got something that delivered to you, yep. What is the one service that, like, when you see it, oh, we shipped your package via, what, what is it that you go, oh, shit. USPS. DHL. Yours is DHL. USPS. USPS. It's USPS, right? I put that in a tweet the other day, and people were like. Oh, it's dog. And you can't control that with Amazon. Right. So if, if you know, if you're expecting it soon, it says tracking number USPS. You're like, oh, see that in a couple At least weeks. USPS, which is United States Postal Service. It's the post office. At least now they have, like, some functions that the private carriers have had for years, like tracking. Yeah, but their tracking sucks. Yeah, but the tracking it updates sucks. days later. Yeah, the tracking sucks. I had a package I was expecting uh, a couple of months ago, and in, in the tracking, it was like, in Austin, no update for like two weeks. Eventually, I go to the post office. I'm like, I'm expecting this package. It says it's in Austin. They're like, hold on. They disappear for half an hour, and they come back there. Here you go. Wow. It's like, what? Where, where was it? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, oh, we, you just needed to come pick it up. Like, why didn't anyone fucking tell me? <laughs> Why isn't it on the tracking status? It I, says go get your fucking package. I saw one of the best things ever, Gus, which will make you frustrated because it's way better than your experience. It was either UPS or FedEx. I can't remember who. And it said attempted delivery and it required a signature. And then written like over the disclaimer on it or whatever, the guy had written in marker, 
I'll be at the Burger King having lunch <laughs> from two to three if you want to come get your package. And the guy like went to Burger King. That's awesome. And got his package. That's I'm like, top. That's, that's an awesome, awesome dude. That's, that's an awesome dude. Like, I, I would have to, totally bought that guy's Burger King. I went to pick up something that, at USPS because it was attempted delivery and they didn't want to deliver again. And I went there and they were like, we left it with your landlord. And I was like, okay, I don't have one. I mean, there's no, <laughs> I don't have a landlord. Yeah. And then they went off and, and came back. And then they're like, yeah, we left it with your landlord. And I was like, I, no, I'm telling you. I don't, I just, and then she just repeated it again. And I was like, I guess this is as far as this conversation <laughs> goes. I'll see you later. And I had, the, I had the company resend the goods. So is there just a dude or a, a chick like pretending to be your landlord wandering outside your place? All right, I was doing my head you- in. I'm, I'm like summarizing that story, but I was getting really annoyed. I was like, it's like I'm talking to a chatbot who doesn't know any other information. Right. You're a human, and I am one too. Wouldn't you be annoyed? It's with your landlord and was like making like really mouthy comments. I was like, or like, you know, overpronouncing it like I'm an idiot. Where did you like, live at this point in time? Did you live by yourself or was it you lived no, in the- live with Meg? In so my house. house. In your house. So it's really your house. Yeah. yeah. You could just been like, so- I own a home. I am the landlord. She would have just said to me the same thing that she already said. That's so weird. Yeah. So, I, people, I, so people, you can't break them out of that. Yeah. In the end, I was just like. And I just turned 180 and walked out the door, and I just was like, I, I can't so, get the things you sent me. You need to send them again. I've, I've got a similarly frustrating story. I'm going to read this first, okay. and then I'm going I'm to talk about it. Uh, I want to remind everyone, this episode of the Rooster Podcast is also brought to you by Squarespace. With Squarespace, sites look professionally designed regardless of your skill level. There's no coding required. They offer intuitive and easy-to-use tools to help you along the way, and you get a free domain name if you sign up for a year. Start your free trial site today at squarespace.com slash roosterteeth. When you decide to sign up for Squarespace, make sure to use offer code ROOSTERTEETH. Get 10% off your first purchase. Squarespace, build it beautiful. Squarespace has been a sponsor for a long time on the podcast. So thank you to Squarespace for sticking around. Why aren't they called Stop Space? I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why you keep sponsoring the podcast, but we appreciate it. So <laughs> what go, kind go, of comment is that? Go build a website. <laughs> they stuck around for a long time. We talk about... You don't know all, why they keep sponsoring? We talk about all kinds of gross stuff. And oh, uh, they, 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 they don't... They're just a modern they company. They don't walk away. Um, so one time I, uh, I held my mail, you know, where I was going to be out of town for a couple of weeks. Esther, I'm going to be out of town for a couple of weeks. So we told the post office, you can fill out a form online. You say, I'm going to be, I, I don't want my mail delivered on these dates. Well, why don't you just come back to it? What's the issue? I don't want someone to steal my mail. I don't want someone to oh, think I'm outside home. in a mailbox. Right. So, uh, I just have had the mail held and then we came back from our out of town trip. They deliver at the end of it. They deliver all of your accumulated mail. Mm-hmm. So they deliver all the mail. And I look at it, and it's someone else's mail. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this isn't my mail. This is some, someone else held their mail, and it ended today, but this is theirs. So I, uh, I go down to the post office, and you, it takes fucking forever. I wait in that goddamn line, and eventually they come out, and I'm like, hey, I had my mail held. Here is the confirmation for my mail hold. There it is. You gave me this mail. This mail belongs to someone else. Was it any relation to your address? No, like Adam? totally different part of town. Okay. I was like, where is my mail? I would like my mail. I, I, you probably have it in the back. They took that other mail. They're like, oh, thank you. And they just like closed the door. I was like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I had to ring it again. I was like, you all still have my mail. I, here's the hold mail. <laughs> you have my mail somewhere. I was gone for two weeks. I know I have mail. Where is it? And they were like, your mail carrier must have it. Like, okay, right. <laughs> I understand you said that, but the mail carrier would have delivered it today, right? They delivered the other mail I just gave you. They're like, what are you talking about? Like, the mail I just <laughs> gave you, like, before you close the door, that's the mail they put in my box. 
They're like, oh yeah, your mail carrier has it. Wait, he'll he'll deliver tomorrow. It's like, okay, I know this is a mistake. Yeah. I was like, okay, I'm gonna go home and I'll wait and I'll see if they deliver tomorrow. The next day comes, I get like one letter. Like that's that's not my mail. I go back down to the post office. Like, hey, remember we talked yesterday? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> my mail was held for two weeks. I got this. Oh, that's all you got then? Like, no, no, no. I was gone for two weeks. I, I must have had my mail. Like, where is it? They're like, oh, yeah, you probably just didn't get anything. What? That was their answer was I probably didn't get anything for two weeks. I never got that mail. I never <laughs> got two weeks worth of mail because they fucking lost it. There could it. have been a check in there or something. Who knows? Who knows? It's in a fucking black hole. That's like trying to return something and then being like, do you have the receipt? And you're like, yeah, here it is. And they just go, do you have the receipt? <laughs> and they're like, I just gave it to you. Like, oh, you need the receipt, sir. Do you have it? One time, one time I went to a Home Depot, I had bought cable, like coax cable. And I had gone to Home Depot, I bought this coax cable, went home, ended up I didn't need it. So mm-hmm. I didn't even like take the coax out of the package. So like, I'm just going to go return this cable. Went back to the Home Depot. I was like, hey, I bought this cable yesterday. Here's my receipt. Can I just have a refund? And they were like, we don't sell this. <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, I bought it at this Home Depot yesterday. <laughs> Here is the receipt. I paid for it. They're like, we can't take this back. We don't sell this brand. I was like, but I fucking paid for it. Can you just put it back on the shelf and be like, this is where it was with all the other ones? I showed them. I had to take them. And they were like, they were right. There was no other of that brand on the shelf. I was like, this is where I grabbed it from. They're like, we don't sell that. Look, it's not there. Do you think someone (laughs) came in with that cable and put the tag on it? I don't know. Maybe you're a time traveler. But it's like, I was like, how can you charge me for it? If you don't sell it, yeah, how it can you not been, give me my money back? It, like I've, I've got the receipt. The, the barcode wouldn't have scanned if they didn't carry that. You know what I would have done? I would have walked up to another register and said, I'd like to buy this. <laughs> and then when they ring it up, go, oops, I mean, I want to return it. Because <laughs> yeah. clearly if they scanned it again, it would come up as being able to be bought. Yeah, right? I should have I done that. I was just so flabbergasted. I hadn't, I, what happened, though? Eventually, they had to like call their manager, and the manager was like, we don't sell it. And uh, I think I walked away from it. It was just no. like, yeah, it was like, I would have been like, look at the security footage of this time yesterday. But I had a receipt. Like, I had proof. You would have? You just told the story about walking away from the post office because they wouldn't well, give you... Well, I was your- talking to a robot. <laughs> it was like $7, and I was like, I'm I'm not getting the $7 back, but the story, The story's way better. The yeah, story's way like, better I'm than just, the 7 just, bucks. Did you go way the back thing? there? What was it? Coax cable. Oh, it was coax cable. Yeah. Did you yeah, go back it. there just to re- return it? Yeah. You I don't re- value your time very highly, do you? $7. I mean, seven dollars fair play. You get lunch with that, but you really got to get in your car and it's drive principal. somewhere for seven principal. bucks. Yeah, I, yeah. I didn't use it. Yeah, principal. Mm, I mean, what's he gonna do? He's gonna throw it away. That's the other thing too. Is I can never well, bring myself to like. I just keep th- stuff. No, but then I keep it, and then it's just clutter, and then I just got to deal with it. You like, sometimes need coax. Last week, when we had when I the week before last week, when I thought we were gonna do the steak off, and I brought those steaks, and I was ready to cook them. When I found out we weren't doing the steak off, I still made the steaks anyway and gave them to the crew. You're welcome, fuckers. You're welcome. And. uh it's because it's like throwing away meat is like, I that's the lowest feeling to me is when I throw away meat that I didn't use. Like maybe I let, like bought a chicken breast and it like I didn't cook it in time and it went gammy in the fridge and I got to throw <laughs> it away. I just feel that is the worst feeling to me that I'm throwing away like the meat from some animal because just, the animal died for no reason. And I just didn't like it. So died it's like the principle sins. of it. Like so, someone I guess stuff, you would be my a, fridge and just you would be annoyed if someone killed you, refrigerated you, and then just dumped you in the in the trash. Like, I have Bernie's got freezer burn on him. I yeah, exactly. I imagine if like just getting attacked in the jungle, you get attacked, and uh, there, I'm sure there's a lot of humans throughout history that have been killed by an animal because the animal was hunting. But it's like the idea that something would kill you and eat you and end your life because it was just hungry that day. It's gonna be hungry tomorrow too, but it's like it was just hungry today. 
so it just killed you and ate you. That'd just be like, it's horrifying, really, when it comes well, down to it. It's more horrifying if they killed you and then just walked away from you. Well, yeah, something about the motivation for killing you is just because it's hungry. You, you seen the mean? new Jungle Book yet? No, I haven't. <laughs> it's got dark. Does the kid get eaten by an orangutan? No, it's just, there's a lot of animals that fight during it. And it reminded me of that. Ah, I did see Zootopia. Have you seen that? No. Fucking tremendous. I heard. Tremendous. I saw pixels on the plane. So what'd you think? Why? Because like it. Oh, it was on a pl- really long flight. But did you did you think it was as garbagey as people were saying? Yes. <laughs> I remember. We, remember. I like Adam Sandler. I like the way he does his funnies. I like the way <laughs> he just funnies. yells sometimes, and he, and like that sort of really sarky character. Uh-huh. I just want that. I want like that movie. I don't want like a big dumb thing. What kind of character was he in Pixels? He was that. It's just there's so much other crap going on. I like Big Daddy. I think that's a good movie. That's Big good. Daddy? I don't even know what Yeah, that with is. that kid who he, like, his friend adopts or something. Yeah, because he just, like, yelling at the kid, and it's funny. Happy Gilmore's good. That's Happy Gilmore, that's what I did the interview with him for. Good movie. Yeah, that was a good one. Hey, we put out a trailer today for the new Let's Play Live event. Yeah. There was four different trailers, four yeah. little variants. I made a mistake when we were filming that. What'd you do? Well, we, there was really no choreography at the beginning, when everyone runs in, you just kind of have to fight. Like, people were just doing whatever really? when they got in the middle. Yeah, it was, and then the, we, like, customized actual specific bits on the close-ups. But the main, like, run in and fight was just, like, see what happens. And I thought, it'd be funny if I just run laps around the fight holding a grenade. You know, as I, so every time, I would run, like, five laps <laughs> around this laps. thing in the heat. And I was like, whew, yeah. after each take. And we did, that, we did that, like, eight times. And by the end of it, I was like, I'm dying out here because i just i mean and you can see me like in all the close-ups you just see me like running through the background because i was doing it every single time i remember watching awful. from afar thinking you were holding your cell phone filming yourself during oh, really? yeah that like, seems to make sense fucking too. prick like, so, so a it's, weapon. It's, it's i can't believe we're doing it again let's play live at the dolby theater yeah, in los die? angeles um i do i don't really do a lot of event stuff anymore. Bethany's taken over. Thank oh, God yeah. for that. Uh, all, all of that. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Poor Christ. Bethany. So yeah, Bethany's uh, been planning it. We we went out there. It's 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 a beautiful venue. I mean, it's where they held the Oscars. I think they just did the uh, the Civil War premiere there. Like any big. It's gonna be awesome. Um, like Hollywood thing is always there at the at the Dolby Theater. It's a great venue, uh, and we're super excited to to be bringing it back. It's June seventeenth, which is right after E three. I think it's it's really good timing, and we've got a few some weeks before RTX. A few yeah. weeks before RTX. A few we've weeks after Kind of Funny Live too, which is also selling tickets right now. Yes, we've got a couple of cra- super crazy ideas we're working on. Oh, that's that's wow. the Dolby Theater right there, and uh, so we've got a couple of super Look crazy at that, ideas. Gavin, we're you're gonna be on stage on. there, and uh, we How were about a trip. So tainted. We're really excited uh, to do it again. Yeah, that's gonna be awesome, man. I'm really excited because I'm doing less of it, and Bethany gets to do it. Are you going, what, Gus? We're also very excited that you're doing less of Probably. it. Probably, I thought. I feel like you're more like, more excited than anyone about that. I thought <laughs> I was going to die the last time. So. You having like stress dreams and crap. I pretty excited. I I I thought I was dying, but it, it was fun. It, 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 it worked <laughs> out. It's one of those in things. The it's fun after the fact. Yeah, I, like I can look back and I'd be like, okay, it it worked. How but many steps did you say you took that day? I think that During day I walked uh, ten miles and I never left that building. Yeah. Like it, only in the ACL Live Theater, I walked ten miles in one day. That's awful. It's fucking terrible. But it's gonna be fun. So <laughs> buy tickets now. Go to go to roosterteethlive.com. Let's play live two is gonna be tremendous. Absolutely tremendous. Everybody who went to Let's Play Live the first one had an absolute blast. And we have a lot more of this uh, collaborations, which is why we made so many different uh, announcement videos for it. You know, with all the different groups we're gonna be participating out there. 
I love the kind of funny intro where they hop out of that truck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're just so funny. so funny. I love when uh, Nick Scarpino is trying yeah. to insult you guys. And he's like, <laughs> it's been really funny. Something about cocks. like massive cocks and really funny guys. And he's like, wait, what? Like, is that not right? Nick's fucking funny. They were he's all great. great. And Greg's entrance line is so great in their video. Just tremendous. I like no, when by they the come way, out of the truck like this. Kind of funny. They got so sunburned that day. These guys from God. Northern California. Yeah, everyone yeah. Tim, was so red. Yeah. Tim was like, really burnt. Okay, bicep did, down. Was did either of you go out there when they were filming it? Nah, it was like walking into a sea of white men. Oh yeah, because yeah. there was what like twenty of you, twenty five people. More, I think. Yeah, like, so you're saying it was a reflection. Including, yeah, <laughs> including the crew. They reflected everybody. off each other. Is that what you're saying? They did. It was like a mirage. There's not a bounce board needed that day. <laughs> everybody <laughs> was well lit and reflective. But uh, I'm uh, kind of funny too. Is taking place um, kind of funny live. Oh, what did I say? Kind of funny too. Kind of funny. Oh, kind of funny live. Kind two. of funny live two is taking place in uh, in San Francisco, <laughs> so and that will be uh, May twenty eighth, I believe. Right? Yes. Uh, so, it's a it's a two day event. Uh, I'm gonna double check. Yeah, twenty eighth is a show. Twenty ninth is the meet and greet and podcast and things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, if you want tickets to that, you can go to kindoffunny.com/slash/tickets. Mm-hmm. And I will be at that. Gus, I'll, you'll I'll be, be there. there as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's gonna be at the Regency Ballroom uh, in San Francisco. And I, any excuse to go to San Francisco, I love. I've never so. been to San What do you do in San Francisco? I'm going this week. Um, I eat a lot of food. There's a lot of good food I like in San Francisco. Is that good sushi? Yeah. They have good sushi. Can I make a recommendation? You mm-hmm. should go to Underdogs. It was right across the street from where Ash lived when she lived in San Francisco. And they have tacos there that are just great. Underdogs. And they're just good tacos. There was a place we would go to get a uh, lobster roll, too. And uh, that place closed down. So we're sad. Yeah. Super sad. So don't go there. Tell us more about the place we can't go to. <laughs> go to Umami. You ever been to Umami Burger? I've never eaten at an Umami Burger. You should do it. They have them in San Francisco. They have them in LA too, but they have them in San Francisco. Too big. What? Too big, too greasy. Really? Ah, forget it. Gavin just, he, probably got, he probably got food poisoning from it. Gus, <laughs> he probably made him sick. I've, I've realized that I just don't like burgers. I like a McDonald's one that's really flat and thin meat. What did but you I don't just like say? I don't like big fat meat with grease and like bacon that's not bacon. Do like you crap American bacon? bacon. That's not really bacon? Like, well, American it? bacon isn't isn't bacon. You'd probably really like Sandy's then. It's a burger joint here. I like Austin. the thinner burgers too. They have like when you go to somebody's burgers. barbecue and they cook the big thick ones. I don't like, I don't like to strain you like those either, Barb. No, my I like, jaw. I don't like big thick burgers. You don't want to be bothered. No, I just it might have a t- like a small mouth. I'm oh. also weird. I like medium rare ground beef, and a lot of places won't cook it rare because it's bad meat. It's a really bad <laughs> idea to do that. Yeah, because that bacteria is essentially sur- so you can, it thrives on surface area, and there's a lot of surface area in, in ground beef. You, you have can a eat beef off. raw anyway. What's that? You can eat raw beef. Yeah, but it's the surface area, the the surface of it that gets the bacteria on it, and then when they grind it up, they basically just grind up all that stuff in there. That's why if anything ever has like an E. coli outbreak or something, it's usually ground beef. But ground beef. So is you're saying of- you can't get Ming and beef in the middle of the, the burger? Yeah. Not in the middle of the burger. Yeah, in the, the middle, middle of the, of the burger is ground beef. Right. Yeah, yeah. I am saying that. Like because when there's they, no when, surface that's revealed. It's less likely. But also, if you have like uh, an infected or a diseased piece of meat, it gets ground up, and then that one bad piece can be conceivably mixed uh, in with yeah. a bunch of other stuff. Mixed into like many different pieces. But like when you ever have you ever had a dry aged steak? I assume once. The, twice. Don't look up how they make that because basically they just take a regular steak and they leave it out. In nice dry conditions for about 38 days. And then when it gets all black and moldy, they just cut that part off and then grill the rest of it for you. Well, it's like cheese, isn't it? You yeah, it's cut like, them layer except of it's meat. <laughs> so it's like, 
it's uh, it's pretty gross when you see the actual process of dry aging stuff. Does wine ever go bad? I think yes. it does. Yeah. Once you open it, for sure. What you mean ever like if you leave it capped? Yeah. Like what is the oldest bottle of wine right now? I don't know. And would it be good? Or would it turn to sludge? I don't didn't know. They, didn't they? Uh, I think didn't it goes some, a long time. I think some archaeologists found like a jug of wine from like an old Greek vessel that was sunk. And it was like sunk in such a way and the pressure at the bottom of the ocean was just right to preserve it for you know, a couple thousand years. Um, but I, I think that's an anomaly. Like, like that normally does not happen. What is the oldest? I'm really fascinated by those videos where people just eat an old MRE from. Like yeah, I, I don't know how they the do 80s that. Eighties or nineties. I feel like, like I have an iron stomach, and like the guy who drinks the Crystal Pepsi. Yeah. No fucking way. No way. I'm doing that. Not in a million years. I just. I, I mean, I like. I wouldn't eat like something that's. It's pretty fascinating though, especially when it has like all the old branding too. It's like, oh my god, this is like a relic. <laughs> I looked up. Uh, I looked up expiration date on fruit because had some fruit in my fridge, and it was like, I know this fruit's been here like forty five days, but if it's not crinkly and it's not like all rotten looking, it's got to be fine, right? So I looked it up. Apples keep like six months. Bollocks. If, in the dude, when people oh, would in the fridge pick apples and they put them in the bushels. That, they'd store that shit for winter, dude. What's a bushel? It's a, it's a measurement of apples. But, it's, a, uh, yeah. it's a fuckload of apples. As well. <laughs> so how do, they, how do you put them in it? Uh, the classic bucket. It's a bucket, and you just put uh, the apples in it. That's like saying it, an egg is good if you keep it in a dozen. <laughs> Isn't that oh, the yeah. same thing? It's a lot of apples, and they just put them <laughs> yeah, together. It's a dozen eggs. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, if I said I had a dozen eggs for six months, then it would, that would be the same conversation, what wouldn't it? What is wrong with milk in America? Why? Well, A, it tastes weird. It's real milk. And B, it lasts forever. I've got some milk in my fridge that expires on, like, the first week of June. It's, like, it's, that's not it, normal. There Expiration one, dates have gone up. There's one brand that does that. Is it the Red Box Horizon? Yeah. yeah. With the cow jumping on the front? That, Why does that milk last That so milk long? is organic, and it lasts forever. I have I'm, no I'm idea why. That's milk. the only milk I buy. Maybe it's oh, really? I don't drink a lot of does it. Does bag milk last a long time? Bag milk. It lasts the same as normal milk. Canada, they drink milk out of bags, and that's it. Yeah, we got bagged milk. We have milkman like delivery bottles that you just get. You wake up to new milk every day because milk lasts about two days, and then it's gammy. Well, that's why it tastes milk. weird. To that's you, the milkman spreading misinformation. You're buying organic <laughs> milk. That's why it tastes weird. So organic milk lasts longer. I guess that so. that stuff does. It's ultra pasteurized. Yeah, it doesn't have any bacteria. No bacteria in it. What it's not like the normal milk you buy. That's Filled with bacteria. I just, like, I don't That's like the fact that the it taste. lasts so long. I like the like, fact that it lasts so long. June? It's convenient. Imagine what could happen between now and June. Think, the milk will still be in there. Remember one year I went to the grocery store and I texted you a picture of that Horizon milk? I was like, look, this milk goes bad after RTX. Yeah. And then I shit my pants a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I, I had that recently when my, my, I had to renew my visa last year. And I was like, man, this, this milk can stay in the U.S. longer than I can. Because <laughs> it went past the new year by a long time. All right. Let's wrap this shit up. All right. Also doing new game time episodes. Oh. Who, who have you picked? So it was part of the crowdfunding campaign that we did. I had I owe three more, basically. We were going over everything from the Laser Team crowdfunding campaign. I feel like you're kind of late. Yeah. Yeah. No, this was something that like slipped through the cracks. Like yeah. I had done three of them, then we shot the movie, and I need to do another three. I did one with Freddie. I did one with Matt. I did one with Josh Flanagan. So I feel obligated, you know, even though we're ways out, that I should make the next three game times Laser team related, but I'm gonna like stretch that a little bit. I got a great idea for what who you should do. You should do Alan. You should do Ed Robertson on a pinball table. That would be great, actually. That's a fantastic idea. 
he's had a couple of really good ideas lately. He's he's a he's a wealth of good ideas, but lately he's had two really really good ones. One yeah. is that thing you just said. The other one was when Colton had his baby. Oh. He recommended that we make a pair of Laser Team baby boots. Yeah, little and food, Anna Hollum made those, and they are the fucking cutest thing on the planet. That's a great I don't have a Alan kid. Richardson and I want idea? Those. What was your Alan Richardson idea? Just to do Alan Richardson. Oh, in that's game time. <laughs> everybody's got that idea. The um, but actually, <laughs> the number one person requested is uh, Meg. Actually, so. Watch out, Gavin, because I'll be talking to Meg sometime very soon. She's up for it and wants to do it. And then I don't know. We'll probably I'll take a look at some other people from there. Probably Chris, because Chris was involved with Laser Team. And then uh, Gus and I did one. We played DayZ. Yeah. So I'll figure some out. Meg was in Laser Team. Very briefly, she was in Laser Team. So I'm going to stretch it a little bit and, there you go. and do that. So we're going to be recording game times very soon. So that'll be back. I like those. I like that series. Okay. Yeah, yeah. it's good. Thanks for I watching, everybody. I crowdfunding again for something. Because that was so much fun to be able to do crowdfunding. Just crowdfund lunch or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A crowdfunder oh, sandwich? I also, like, we're going over the whole crowdfunding thing, and it's like, we want to make sure we hit everything we said we were going to hit, Ow. and it's like, I was actually surprised, I was like, oh shit, we have these three game times, and uh, I need to get those done, ASAP, and it's like, because every time I read something about crowdfunding, it's about, they don't f- make the thing, they, don't, yeah. they take all the money, and then they don't make the thing, like that drone company that went out of business, have, did you read the latest thing about this coolest cooler, Gus? Oh, yeah. Where it's like, they got all this money, I think it was the second highest Kickstarter ever, and then they get the cooler done. They're shipping it to retail stores. And they're like, oh, if you want yours from the Kickstarter, uh, give us another $90 and we'll ship you one. Meanwhile, they're going to start selling them in stores. Everyone's like, fuck you. We paid for these things. It's like, where are they? It's like, yeah, it just costs more. So we're going to need to sell some in stores to raise money to make the ones that we bought. Get out. Get- That's what they're saying. And if you give them 90 bucks, the way they're phrasing it is, you'll get express shipping in the first shipment that goes out at the same time or a little bit before retail sales go out. It's damaging to like legit Kickstarter. It's damaging point. your crowdfunding as a whole when people yeah, do stuff it's like that. It's affecting the whole industry. I'm actually surprised like Kickstarter removed that language about like class action lawsuits. Anything? I'm surprised we haven't seen something from that. It's got to be coming soon. From Laser Team? What are you talking what you, about? What would these what would people be upset with Laser Team for? That's we, what I was going to say. I mean, we've delivered everything. Well, I didn't That's, say Laser Team. You said it. So no, why are you explaining you, it to me? You said we. Oh, you I mean, mean like we the, seen the nation as a, as, as as a people. <laughs> I understand as it human now. beings. We have not seen it. But he said we. Like, I was like, I'm really disappointed, Gus, that we haven't been sued by a bunch of people. I'm just like, I was I'm really looking, disappointed by that too, Bernie. I was looking forward to that. The part I of was going to call you out on that comment that didn't exist, it turned it out. <laughs> it really it did. It only existed in your fucking head. All right. God That's damn it. it. We're out of here. So thanks for watching, everybody. We'll see you guys next week. Hey, Gavin. Bye, I love you. <laughs> Gather round your family, well maybe not your kids Bernie tells us stories of all the shit he did Gus will crack the whip and Barb will surely make a pun If it goes on long enough, Gavin will say something